Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 32 of the Real Talk podcast, the show where we dive deep into all things film and entertainment. Join your hosts, Cam, Tyler, George, and Seth, as we discuss the latest movie releases, analyze classic films, and explore the ever-changing landscape of the entertainment industry. Each week, we bring our unique perspectives and insights to the table, sharing our love for movies and passion for storytelling. If you're a cinephile, a casual moviegoer, or just looking for some fun and engaging conversation, this podcast is for you. And if you want to stay up to date on all of our latest Real Talk news and interact with co- the community, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Real Talk Podcast. Don't miss out on exclusive content, behind-the-scenes glimpses, and more. So grab some popcorn, sit back, and let's get ready to talk movies on the Real Talk Podcast. And don't forget to hit that subscribe <laughs> button on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. That was a... Uh, <laughs> That was the Real Talk Podcast intro brought to you by ChatGPT. So. Really? Is that for real? You typed that in yeah. ChatGPT? Are you serious? Yeah, no, no. I'm dead ass serious. That's, That's pretty I, cool, I, actually. That was amazing. The The spookiest thing about that is I didn't say our podcast was about film or movies in any way. I'm hoping it didn't do like a deep research dive into our life. Um, I just know. Um, I'd like that you didn't I, tell I, us thinking... you were going to say that beforehand. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. And that went on for a while. I was like halfway through and I'm like, holy shit. What was the prompt you put into chat GPT? Um, I said, I said, write me an intro to my real or to my podcast, the real talk podcast with hosts, Seth, Tyler and George or Cam, Seth, Tyler and George. And then I said, and also tell people to subscribe to the uh, social medias. So it threw Facebook in there. So that's that's what popped out. You didn't edit that at all. Yeah. No, we, I, I we don't got it. In. We don't have a Facebook, by the way. Probably won't Facebook, so Facebook doesn't. Oh no. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant like the UK doesn't have Facebook. No, no, we, 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 yeah, we do not Facebook. have a Facebook. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. All right, uh, sorry. Well, <laughs> that was probably the longest <laughs> intro we'll ever have. Thank um, you, yeah, GPT. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. As always, Seth, Tyler, and George, myself. Um, so today we got a pretty kind of packed. Uh, agenda in some places, um, but it'll all be pretty quick. I am going to keep this episode to like an hour, 15, hour and a half. So, so to the people who are listening, if you want Things a two and a half hour episode, per, uh, yeah, we'll see if that happens. But uh, the goal is that we got, I got like three real quick, like real fun, I guess, games uh, that we can play. And we're going to record those after. So the goal is to keep this episode a little shorter and then we'll have more time to record some real funds. Um, so more content, but this episode might be a little less, I guess. But um, that's that's the idea. We do have a lot of reviews. We have Renfield, Suzumi, and Beef. Um, none of us saw everything. That's okay. Um, if, if you, uh, We have a ton of trailers. The trailers, like as I was going through and putting in news, I just kept adding trailers and I'm like, this is this is too much. This is going to be a long episode. But I'll be honest, I didn't watch like half of them, um, and so I'm sure I'm sure that ends up happening. Uh, we have some news, not a ton. The biggest was the HBO Max to Max like change. Uh, we'll just we'll get into that a little bit, and then we have a nice fun little little uh, not draft this week, but our top ten movie scenes of all time. Probably just like going to be ten movie scenes that we like because to be honest, I'm certain we left a bunch off. Um, and there, there are also some I've already thought of that I'm like, damn, I, I wish I had 11 spots. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to do that, but just to start off, Seth, I know it's been a little bit rough of a week, but how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, today 
and yesterday, well, yesterday's been pretty good. Um, sorted some stuff out, potentially going to Comic-Con this year, so if you are there, yeah, yeah. in it. London, May 26th to 28th, I think it is, let me know, and um, we can meet, chill, whatever, I know there's a lot of people going down there. Um, pretty rough week, mentally stressed, just like, the turns again. They're just fucking boring, and I just hate doing them, and um, it's very stressful. Uh, I was ill the last few days as well, so I was going to go and see Suzumi, Renfield, and what was the other one? Uh, or Mama oh, no, Mafia. I yeah, yeah I was going to see Mafia. Suzumi and Renfield. Did you see that, George? Chance. Which one? Mama Mafia? No, I was going to go... Oh, I thought uh, I had, didn't Victoria uh, see it? Yeah, I had I, tickets, I, I had tickets to go see it with Sophie on Tuesday. Um, but my new boss at my job wanted to take me out for drinks, so I couldn't really say no to that. So Victoria Very took nice. my ticket. Oh, cool. Um sorry to cut you off. So but I only got to see uh Renfield, which obviously we'll go over. I don't know if you any did any of you guys see Renfield? Tyler, no. Or is it just you? I'm going I'm going oh. tonight. So yeah, it's just oh, you sorry. reviewing it today. It's not good. It's for <laughs> Uh, obviously, I'll go over that in a second, but pretty stressful week, a bit better now. Big UFC event on tonight with my favorite fighter in the whole roster. So, very, very excited, nervous Ooh. for that. And it Who? just yeah, takes on like that. Arnold Allen. <laughs> Who? I, the, the, well, <clears throat> I don't even know who that he's is. Not, he's not a guy that you know because he's not like a McGregor. He's not like a big name. He's, he's, the, he's the Barry Lyndon of UFC. <laughs> kind of. He's like... <laughs> he's like an English fella mm. who's just really nice and he's just funny and he's just like low key, but he's he's 10 in a row in the UFC. He's undefeated. All righty. All righty. Big Beats the shit out of people. Nice guy. Lovely guy. <laughs> um, Classic nice guy guy. But yeah, so hopefully hopefully tonight improves the week, but that's been fine. Yeah. All right, George, how are you? Uh, I am I am good. I'm talking to Tyler before the pod. These fucking allergies, man, just won't go away and it's infuriating. Um, but no, I had I was fine. Um, second week of work went, you know, a little better than the first. Um, obviously, I think Monday was just like a, a poor start to the week. So I appreciate you guys giving me, uh, you know, some comfort and shit, and really meant a lot. Um, but now, anyone else hearing this, or is this just me hearing this? What are we hearing? Definitely just you. Okay, never mind. All right, I <laughs> I hear I hear George being like, and if I went to no, sorry, no, that's fine. Just the Indiana internet. Sorry, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll, I'll try Indiana. not to stop Tyler halfway through his <laughs> week thing. My bad. But no, rest, rest of my week was fine. Um, I went out with my new coworkers, and then the following day, I went out with my old coworkers. So it's good to see that those guys every so often. Um, and now I'm home for the weekend. Tomorrow is my Easter, Greek Easter, which is like Christmas for us. It's the biggest event of the year. We're hosting like 50 people at our house. So after the pod, there's going to be a lot of prep work for that. Uh, but yeah, good week. Good week. Uh, definitely, definitely shaped up better than I thought it would. Good. good. Uh, Tyler, how are you? Been a good week. Uh, past 100K on TikTok, so that was huge. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, yeah. As you guys all know, like TikTok is very much Sucks. in waves. Yeah, yeah. But it's very much in waves in terms of like you'll grow a shit ton from like one video blown up and then you'll just kind of be like, you know, coasting and then you kind of bump and then coast. It's not really like a constant linear growth. So my – I had two different videos take off, like the Practical Joker stuff, but then also like doing like movies where like an actor comes in halfway and like there's a big twist. 
And both of those were like kind of popping off at the same time and got me from like 90K to like 99K, but then they like stopped there. So like I ran all the way up to 99K and it just like halted. So then it was like two weeks of me being like, all right, come on, let's, let's cross it. But finally crossed the barrier. So that's huge. Happy yeah. about that. Uh, just in time because now TikTok's getting like banned in Montana is the first state in America. So it seems yeah. like the dominoes are slowly fall falling. So at least I no, no one's from first. Montana. Though, is no, no one Montana. Montana. Yeah, I was going to make that joke. And then I saw so many quote tweets already did. So it's like, ah, whatever. I like Josiah Smethers like tweeted. He's like, damn it. 84% <laughs> he's like, yeah. of my followers, <laughs> which is good. Cause he's the only, cause everyone was like, oh, only like three people will be impacted. But he's like, damn it. 84% of my followers in Montana. <laughs> but, yeah. Montana following. but yeah, I, I looked into it and it's basically, it's just, it's just going to be removed from the app store, but anyone who has it will still be able to keep it. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. And yeah, it's awesome. like it won't come into place until 2024. And this is only the start. They're going to have to deal with a few lawsuits with this. Like yeah. this is yeah. not confirmed or anything like yeah, that. They're going to have to deal with some shit. We'll see what ends up happening with the whole TikTok ban thing. But yeah, yeah. right now it's, I, it I literally tweeted yesterday and bumped my pre or like maybe. Yeah, yesterday morning I was like bumped to my previous tweet where I was like TikTok's not getting banned, <laughs> relax, yeah. and then uh, and then it got banned in Montana. So, so, just gonna leave it be. Yeah, shout out Montana for being you know anti free speech, I guess. But yeah, other than that, the week's been good. Um, after today's little episode, gonna drive up to the city and go to some botanical gardens and see Renfield nice. and have a little date day. So it should be nice. Oh yeah, it's that point of the year in Phoenix where it, it's summer now. Like we touched. We didn't touch triple digits, but we were at 99 degrees on Tuesday. So, like, we're, like, it's 80s are, like, the minimum. So, it's summer now. So, I just That's the worst. The I, I, I do not envy you, man. <laughs> how, how cold are you keeping your house that you're wearing a sweatshirt right now? Uh... This is just kind of what I threw on, but it, I usually keep my house like 68. Because the thing is, like, Phoenix is a desert, so even in the hot parts of the summer, like, at night it gets down to, like, 50. It, it, like, yeah. the temperatures are doing whatever the sun does pretty much in the yeah. desert. So True. it still gets cold at night, even in, like, the dead heat of summer. But, yep. yep, can't complain. Been a good week. Didn't get to see literally any of the releases this week, so that's, like, my biggest L of the 32 episodes of Real Talk. I didn't get to see Renfield, Suzumi, <laughs> Mafia Mama, Sweetwater. But I did finish Beef last night, so Seth and I will be able to talk about that a bit. But, yeah, that, that's it for me. Sweetwater. Yeah, what is Sweetwater? It's like the first – It's I don't know. I was seeing a ton of trailers for it before the movies in America, mm -hmm. at least. But it's about, like, the first African-American uh, basketball player. He, like, tra went over really? from, like, the Harlem Globe. I've never heard of it. The Knicks. it it's it's like a very low-key movie. but I have not heard of it. Um. All right. Yeah, so, so me, a uh, good week. Going golfing for the first time that today, um, Emma and I are going to go. That's huge. What's uh, your score prediction? Yeah, seventy-four. No, I'm not that good anymore. I don't. I don't. My lowest I've ever gone is seventy-five. So I would never say I'm that good. What, is, what does that mean? That's seventy-five. Good. Is that eighteen holes? Like that three like over. Yeah. 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 Uh, so seventy-two yeah, is goal. Seventy-two is goal. Lowest I've ever gone seventy-five. I, I was never like I was never in, incredible, but I was pretty good. I, I, I got 18. okay. In, Fuck yeah, you, man. I mean, My lowest is a 91. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I, I predict 90 today. You know, 18 okay. over. Boom Cam, when you play for fun like you're going to be playing today, do you – how strict are you with the rules? Do you ever do anything or is it completely strict? And on top no, of that, I how mean, much like, are you drinking? No, so we'll be we'll be bringing Bailey. So oh, the drinking is, and also sorry, we're not playing we're not playing 18. So I guess I won't be aiming for 90. So I guess 45 is gold today. Um. I don't know. It's it's I'm not going to like I'm not like super strict with the rules, but I'm not, you know, hitting three balls on every hole. I I, I don't know. I've this is going to I 
I don't know. I'm not super strict, but like, like if I'm up against a tree, I'm going to move it. I'm not going to, I'm not fucking around with like hitting some quirky shot anymore. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm too past that. I'm yeah. So I'll I'll move it if I'm up against a tree. Um, If I, if I blade something and want to hit a second ball, like maybe twice through nine holes, I'll probably do that. It, It won't be a perfect score. It never is anymore, but yeah, it'll be good. And then, uh, that's that's about all that's going on with me. I uh, uh, I'm trying to start Fun Drink Friday, so really pushing that. So George, next time you go out, make sure to hashtag Fun Drink Friday. Okay. It's it's a mindset, not a day. You you've been uh, doing it every single day. Yeah, no, it's been a. It, yeah, this it, is a big Emma week I, for the brand. Yeah, it's a Friday. huge week for. Fun Emma Drink and I Friday. are on a five day bender, which you know, in college, I would have said like I got drunk every day for five days, but this time I'm like I'm having like half of the it's beer. The I'm beer. like that's that's great, that's great, a casual <laughs> beer at dinner. But Emma's mom took us out to dinner um, a couple times this week, which was nice. Um, it's the weather's great here. Like, I mean, it's not 99, but it's like 80 um it's been that all week which has been fantastic so that's just lovely yeah, um, weather yeah. up in new york too so, so if anyone nice. if anyone tags me and says fun drink friday I'll, I'll retweet them so do that um but yeah we're, we gotta like i said we got a packed episode and i'm gonna try to keep it short even though we've already ran long but we are going to start mm-hmm. out with mr mr seth you um you're going to talk to us about renfield and tell us why it's the best movie of 2023 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It certainly wasn't. I don't. I don't know, man. It was like I've seen a lot of different things on this. Um, most people are around like a two or a three, maybe a three point five. Some people I haven't really seen anyone who's gone above that or, or particularly below a two. Um, but I, don't know, I give it a two. Didn't hate all of it. Like I will say to start off with a positive, there was some amusing moments. I think like if you're a Nick Cage fan of his of Nick Cage, you will like it because it's Nick Cage's Dracula. But the the scenes with Nick Cage's Dracula are few and far between. You know, he's probably in about 15, 20 minutes of the entire film because it's based obviously on Renfield and on Nicholas Holt's character. Nicholas Holt was pretty funny. Um, there's an actor. I, someone's gonna have to tell me a name. I don't know. It's the one, Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her subplot was horrendous. One of the worst I've seen this year. Awful. She, she for me is an actor that like, I I think she's funny. But when when she's pushed over the edge, she's it's no well, longer funny. They they try to do this thing where the, the, you know the, it's there's a lot of scenes in this which are bloody gory, whatever. And I'll, I'll get onto the special effects in a minute because some of the CGI blood was truly horrific. Um, <laughs> but the Aquafina, they tried to do this whole like subplot with her, kind of this romantic and diverse subplot, and it was like it just didn't work. And they kind of her comedic timing in the film was. Was, I don't know if it was the rising. It was just not good. It was like there was no point she opened her mouth and I was laughing. It was like pretty terrible, if I'm honest. Again, I don't know if that's directly her fault. It might just be the writing of the film because I think, honestly, they had no idea what the target audience was for this film. It could have been action. It could have been romance. It could have been horror. It could have been comedy. It could have been so many things. And they tried to nail all different genres in like a 90-minute film and it just ended up being all over the place. I said in my review, it felt like a first draft. It felt like the baseline of what they were trying to set and they didn't like go off from there um it's just a film that's like drowning in mediocrity it's it's pretty boring for the most part there is some funny moments in nicholas cage because it's nicholas cage and like and if you hate nicholas cage you'll hate him even more after this because he's not he doesn't particularly excel but if you're a fan of his in general he does have some pretty quirky moments that are quite funny same with nicholas Holt because i tend to like the two but honestly i would compare a lot of the comedy to like um a cocaine bear for example there is there is small moments 
way it works. But the majority of the time, for me anyway, and for at least two of us here, it just overdid the comedy. Didn't really know what it wanted to be. And also what it should have relied on, which is Nick Cage uh, is Dracula and Nick Holtz uh, Renfield is relying on this gore and just absurdity and not trying to go any further than that, like Cocaine Bear didn't give us these dramatic moments, which no one gives a fuck about. It probably would have been better. Um, I, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess like predictions for this film. I think Cam gives it a two point five. I think Tyler gives it a one, and I think George gives it. I think George gives it a two. I think Tyler would be on the lowest on it because I know your feelings with a lot of films that go all out comedy, and this does try and do that a lot. So I'm gonna say you'll be the lowest, Cam will be the highest, and George probably around same as me. It's not very good, but you might have a good time with it. Two star from me. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's that's about it. I'm like we said, I'm moving us along, but that that's great. I don't think anyone has any questions. Yeah, I'll Tough see you tonight. Movie. You'll see my review on Letterboxd. But yeah, we'll see if Seth's prediction is correct. Like Riley yeah. just loves like vampires and that kind of stuff. So like the same thing with, like sixty five. She loves dinosaurs. You, she saw it. And she are you like, going shit, with Riley? Yeah, yeah. She wanted. You might to see enjoy it. a bit more. Though. Oh wait, did you go to sixty five with Riley? Yeah, because she loves dinosaurs. Okay, so, like, I would have seen Renfield before the pod, but she wanted to see it, and she's been working. So we're going tonight, though. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. But yeah, it's it's about as good as everyone expected it to be. Really yeah. I hope we see a four and a half from Tyler. That'd be <laughs> just crazy. Some, just something out of pocket. Thinks no. it's the funniest thing. Yeah, Tyler loved <laughs> it. Yeah. All right, moving on to Suzumi. I should pull up a synopsis for all of these, which I didn't, but give me a second as I stall. All three as of you saw movie. this, right? Or no, no, Seth wasn't able I to. I think it's just George okay, yeah. and I. Yeah, I can um, see this though. As the sky turns red and planet tumbles, Japan stands on the brink of disaster. However, a determined teammate, teenager named Suzuma, Suzumi, God, I can't read, sets out on a mission to save her country, able to see supernatural forces that others cannot. It's up to her to close the mysterious doors that are spreading chaos across the land. A perilous journey awaits the, as the fate of Japan rests on her shoulders. This is from um, Makoto Shinkai. Um, I, I, he did Your Name. He did... Uh, what else what, did he do? Weathering I, with You. Weathering with You. I've only seen Did he do name. a silent voice as well? Or is that different? No, 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 no. Different, different, different. Um, okay, so so George, you watched this a while back. Just give your yeah. quick thoughts. Yeah, I watched this uh, a while back. Um, I think back. we've already talked it once. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love this. It's it's my number two of the year right now, right behind John Wick Four. Um, I, I said in my in my letterbox review that this feels like Makoto Shinkai's magnum opus. It just feels like every single different stylistic choice he's made in his previous films you can see in this movie um it feels like everything he's been working towards has been to bring us this this emotional and 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 tragic epic of a story and and i really like it um it is beautiful to look at um it deals with so much in terms of grief and trauma and PTSD from, from the Great East Japan earthquake. It deals with the importance of friendship, love, loss, family. And we're trying to balance so much here, and I just think it works. I don't think there's any point in this movie where I feel overwhelmed, uh, regardless of how much is kind of being thrown in our direction. And Seth, when, you're, when you end up watching this movie, I would be, I will be excited to see how you feel about that because you are definitely going to watch it next week yeah i'm very excited to hear your thoughts because there there's a lot that you're that's going to be thrown in your direction um but i but i think in in the runtime we had makoto shinkai just does a really good job at truly making you care about what's going on even though he's trying to pack so much into it 
Uh, it's Makoto Shinkai. If you've seen your name, if you've seen mm-hmm. Weathering with you, this man's team of animators is second to none. It, it's it's fucking gorgeous. Um, and yeah, I'll keep that short. But it's my number two of the year. I fucking loved it. I've been listening to uh, that that main song da, 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 or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that is so much lately. I think it's so good. Um, What's your number I, one? John, John Wick. Okay, no. John Wick. Um, so yeah, I I absolutely loved it. I absolutely adored it. Um, it's like right around my top twenty animated movies of all time, and I know that's high on one watch, but I truly think after a second watch, it might just keep going up and up. I think it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I I really enjoyed it, and I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I have like an 87 out of 100. Um, I haven't rated it officially, I guess, but yeah, it'll be around an 87. So I guess my third of the year right behind John Wick and, and Creed 3. It's kind of funny. My next movie's Super Mario Bros., which is a steep drop to 67. But um, this this movie is the best fucking looking movie I've ever yeah. seen. Better than, your, is, better than your name. Really? Nah, it, it's, a, it's like on the same level as your name. It, it, it might be. I don't know, but it's just this like, this this movie Seth, just to like give you perspective. It's just it feels so much larger in scale, which I yeah. think gave Makoto Shinkai and his animators just so much more room to play around with the landscape and these. I don't want to like spoil anything, but there's these like massive pieces of yeah. like shit going through the air. Um, and it just, it's, you're looking at this giant set piece and you're like, how the fuck every frame just looks fucking gorgeous. That first scene, uh, cam where Suzumi meets, uh, what's the fucking guy's name. Oh, right. And it's like, it's like the first door that they're trying oh, to close. Soda. The, this soda. isn't a soda. This isn't a spoiler set. This part's in the trailer, but it's like it's the first door that they're trying to close. Mm. And it looks incredible. Dude, it looks it's so, so good. And then in that man. scene, oh, that entire scene happens before the title card. And then once they close the door, like the, the title, title card, card is out. so good, man. Oh, it is this is so fucking it's the amazing. best title card I think I've ever seen. It like is it's incredible. So good. It's incredible. I, that, I'm with you there. Was your weathering with you? Was that after your name? Yes. Was that his most recent before Suzumi? Uh, when did he do centimeters? Hold on, hold on. Your name was 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Your name is so damn Because you can only imagine after that. I think that was quite successful. You can only imagine after that they've given him even more backing. Especially yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did Zoomy, a... and then prior to that in 2019, he did Weathering With You, and then prior to that, he did Your Name in 2016. Okay. okay. Yeah, but just like if this for me is a movie it's like avatar the way of water which i do rate lower in the sense that like it looks so goddamn good if i see anyone give it less than like a a three star i'm gonna call him an idiot like this is the most beautiful looking movie i i, I was in awe the entire time oh so gorgeous i i think that that audio design is insane the way the the music works with the scenes and the and the just audio of everything it's so damn good um, I, I will say, I think it felt a little long. Um, I don't know. How long is the runtime of your name? It's, your name no. was like 150, was it? Yeah, okay. they're, so they're this both is, pretty long. Yeah, so your name was 152. This was 202. So only about 10 minutes. Yeah. But what I just... Was, I did, sorry, Tom, go on. No, I was just going to say, I just didn't feel that 152 as much as I felt it here, um, like with your name. Um and I, yeah, I didn't just, feel it at all with you. I hate, I hate comparing the two, consider, but it's like I said, it's only um, from this director that I've seen. Um, and 
Like I, I'm just still in awe of the of the visuals from this thing. Um, the plot was, I, I would say the plot was good. Um, it wasn't anything life changing in my opinion. Um, I, 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 mean, I, I think that works for this movie because I do too. I do too. Yeah, he's trying to just shove so many thematic elements down our throat that I don't think he could like truly give us like this complicated, convoluted plot with no. fifteen characters because yeah, he wanted to I, make. He wants to make everything work. I agree with that. I just think that like the plot being good and not great is what takes it from, um, uh, or I guess the, like the plot's very good. I should say not great. Uh, takes it from, you know, maybe in uh, mid 90 to yeah. uh, to an 87 ish, you know, um, but still four and a half either way. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I really, really loved it. I can't like I, I've said it a billion times. I can't stress the visuals in this thing. If you're able to go see it, I had the option to see this or Renfield yesterday, and I I, I took this, and Thank I'm I, yeah, I'm pretty happy I did. If, um, uh, if you if anyone listening truly wants to know how much I like this movie, I rate it higher than uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Oh wow! 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 I rate it. I think the exact same as pushing the last, <laughs> the last wish. Um, no, bro, you have to, you have to choose. That's not. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really uh, look at Puss in Boots when I was doing my rating of it, but um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, I don't have a ton to say. I did make my favorite TikTok I've ever made, um, which was get ready with me to go to this, and I just put on, I just Riley put on. And I love that TikTok. I was showing Anna about this morning. Yeah, I just put on a sweatshirt and uh, sweatpants and what, called, what called it a devious it? fit. Is it? <laughs> Arnold Palmer. It's just lemonade and tea. Um, so Arnold Palmer was a famous like golfer. So I understand like if it didn't really make its way to the UK, but it's a pretty famous drink here now. It's just mm -hmm. lemonade and tea. Oh, it's so, not. I, no, you can oh, make. It, it could be. No, it could be. So like John Daly is another golfer who's just kind of a booze head, and so if you add vodka to it, that's called a John Daly. Which oh. it, no, this this was just like a. I, I just I'll. Um, um, bleep me out here, but I, I took in my Arnold Palmer to the to the local AMC. Oh, so, you fell in. Yeah. Sorry was, to that. Was there anyone who um who saw your fit check? Um, no, I was in the theater alone. So I thought this movie. I I I will admit I've become a bad person. Um, wow, Renfield got a B minus on Cinema Score. I just looked at my phone. Oh, sorry, that's low. Um, I, I've become a bad person and I've been rolling up to movies with like one or two trailers left. Um, and sometimes it's one and sometimes it's on to the uh, Nicole Kidman scene thing already. Really? But, I have to get there early. Um, so I thought this movie started at 930. It started at 950. So I was there early. Um, How long are your usual odds in the US? Like, like 20 minutes. minutes. So if a movie's okay. uh, if a movie's starting at 930, I know the movie's not going to start until 950. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's so annoying. So it is, it is, and I've I've become a bad person. And then so even I, when the even when the trailers drop, you have like three more AMC ads, and mm -hmm. then you have the locate the exit ads. So yep. it's like you're not even done yet. Yeah. So this is probably the earliest I've shown up to a movie since Avengers Endgame, where I showed up six hours at, early, at an hour and a half early. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, so Avengers Endgame was um, still in the time, or maybe it was Infinity War, where I didn't buy tickets before in my seat i think i really? i had to get there early to get really? tickets. you bought them yeah. that oh yeah i, I, I bought them there for like me and a bunch of friends I oh my god 
honest. Bro, if, maybe Endgame, I'm wrong. Endgame was the first time where I like truly cared about like staying up till midnight for yeah, the like when did the you tickets do a midnight dropped. release? I didn't. No, no, no. I didn't see the movie at midnight, but the oh, okay. the tickets dropped at midnight my yeah. time, so I stayed up. And I didn't even know who was coming with me, but I bought 15 tickets in a row. And then I just started saying, like, I was like, I brought my roommates. I brought Victoria. I brought some yeah. of my friends from my major, some of my tennis pals. I was like, I got 15 tickets. I just needed to buy <laughs> as many as possible. I'm surprised you can me. buy that many. I thought they'd be like a cap on it or something. Yeah, you can I'm buy shocked, a lot. I'm shocked, it didn't like, uh, I'm shocked it didn't, like, crash the website. Because they like, no way home. Like, yeah, no, no way, way home yeah. crashed like crash. crazy. Did, yeah. Pam, did you not go to, like, a, a, a midnight screening then? Ever for no, movie. dude. Mid- midnight screenings suck now. They're like seven p.m. Well, no, screenings yeah. now. But I, I went to a seven p.m. screening. Yeah, well, they, did, they did loads here that a few people I only went to for Endgame and Infinity. The only midnight, like true midnight screening I've gone to is The Force Awakens. Uh, oh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens with a bunch of my friends. Um, the, the two, I, the two Deathly Hallows movies I went to, and so oh, that was sure twenty. That was 2017, so I was probably a junior in high school, maybe a senior in high school. No, was the Fort Awakens 2017? No, it was 2015. 2015, so I was like a freshman, sophomore in high school, and I went to dinner beforehand and then hung out at a friend's house and got food poisoning from Chipotle. Shout out Chipotle. Um, And my mom thought I was uh, like blacked out. Like she thought I was like super drunk. Uh, I was like, no, I'm dying here, mom. (laughs) I used, like to do, I used to do, I used to do it for video games. Like oh, really? Twelve for them, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to all the time. It sure. was I. I checked the AMC app on like midnight screenings. The only one I've seen of late I seen was ages. it was Super Mario Bros. There was a twelve. Really? There was a midnight a. screening for that. Wow. Yeah, twelve oh one. I was rolling out of the theater last night at like twelve, and it was. I never spooky. go to them late. I <laughs> it was them like, okay. like looking around. Every everyone's gone. Um yeah, but that's that's Suzumi. If you have not seen it, if you're if you're not a like, I, I know a lot of people uh, like aren't anime people. Um, this thing's incredible. Go watch it. it even if you're not going to watch it uh, uh, dubbed, watch or subbed, watch it dubbed. No, don't um, don't no, watch don't, anything. Don't, don't, don't no, do that. No, don't do that. Let, what, hey, what man, I'm appealing to everyone. All right, <laughs> I I went to see it subbed, so I could have gone at like six fifty, and it would have been dubbed. Wait, they have where I chose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they never do that here. Yeah. But they only had one showing, like of each, last night. So not, it was nine fifty yeah, subbed or it was six fifty dubbed. Um, but I don't know if you if you're not going to watch it subbed, watch it dubbed at the very least because this thing's beautiful. Dude, I haven't stopped thinking about this title card. Uh, it's so good, man. <laughs> so like I can't. I, I'm. With I'm, you. I'm not trying to watch it tomorrow. If I guess. Please, throw that in my top ten scenes of all time. Dude, um, I might. <laughs> moving on uh, to beef, Seth and Tyler. The this, yeah. this is like the trade. Uh, or craved uh, TV show right now. I am gonna again find the um, find the. Some like, some like it's easier. It's it's fine. I just two strangers get into a road in, road rage incident that brings chaos into their lives. Uh, I believe this is a very uh, surface level um, synopsis, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh, yeah. This is the Netflix original. The first, it's the first A24 TV show, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but- so. Am I wrong? Euphoria what? is a twenty-four, but yeah, it's like they haven't oh, done it many. Is. Yeah, yeah, they haven't it done is. Many. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like Euphoria was bought by a twenty-four. I, I feel like they didn't. Well, technically, a twenty-four does that for all their. But yeah, y'all, yeah, 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 y'all talk about it. I'll find the answer. Okay, Seth, you go first because I think you liked it more than me. Even though I did really, really like it, but I think you loved it. Yeah. So I basically, my mom, my mom came around the other day, 
And I'd heard about this for a while, and we, we were going to watch a film, but then she was like, have you heard of the new show Beef? I don't know how she heard of it. Because it's been promoted on Netflix, stuff like that. We watched one episode of it, and like I really, really enjoyed it. And then I think we watched a couple, she went home, and then I ended up finishing it in, in like a day, which just doesn't happen. I don't watch TV shows like that. I've not, I've not binged a TV show since I had to House of the Dragon because I was last. I did what Tyler did. Which, did which what... to be fair, though, it's 10 episodes, and each are like 30 minutes. It's not like the craziest yeah, 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 one-season yeah. binge, but still. Like... It wasn't like a, yeah. you know, each episode's like 50 minutes an hour, like a Last of Us kind of thing. Um, but it was... Um, yeah, I just I had such a great time with it. I think it kind of captured so much in 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 one um, in one season that a lot of shows haven't been able to accomplish. And I think, from in my opinion, maybe aside from the last episode, I think each episode got better for me anyway. Um, and I think there was so much explored, and it was quite you know like Cam said with the synopsis, it's quite surface level. Okay, two people get into ruin. It's obviously Stephen Yoon and Ali Wong who were both fantastic. Stephen Yoon is just an incredible actor. He is. Tyler, that's I know everyone's been going on Twitter, right? But that scene in the church really is amazing. Insane. Um, yeah. Really. Wait, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Is this a limited series, or is there going to be a season two? I they, think they're going to do a second one. I they think. haven't. Yeah, like technically, it's right not now, it's a limited series, yeah. but like, uh, I don't know if it was who wrote it, like Lee Jung Sing, or who said it. But yeah, someone they, was like, yeah, "I have." Like, they're like, "We have like three seasons planned out, but we don't okay. know for sure." Well, I was going to ask Tyler. I'll, I'll, obviously, give me a quick answer. I'll go to after. But do you think? They'd potentially do it where it's completely different characters in the next season, then a similar scenario with different circumstances or whatever. I was think thinking it? it might be, and I hope it would be, honestly. Because I, you know, I as agree. much as I love this cast, I thought this cast is so good. I don't really think I want this story to continue. I think they wrapped it up perfectly. No, I, I, I agree. I think a, a lot of people's complaints about this was that it could have been kind of a film for a lot of people. I actually disagree. I think it worked its way through magically in terms of having different social commentary aspects in each episode. You know, for one, you were looking at culture. Family obligations, uh, anger, society, um, narcissism, mental health. And you were looking at that through that period. And it was like these two people are seeing each other at their lowest, what other people don't see. And it was kind of the way they were presented to each other and this kind of feud that they had ongoing. And I think that it needed to be a series, in my opinion, so it could, you know, if it was a film, say if it was like a two, two and a half hour film, I think it would have been very squashed down. And I think my issue with a lot of films sometimes, it was similar with The Last Black Man in San Francisco, when they try to tackle too much that they can handle in a short period of time, when it comes to social commentary, it gets muddled for me. And this show tackles so much more than you than you kind of, what Cam said, you know, you read the synopsis, you think it's going to make you like a funny comedy, whatever, and it is a funny comedy. I think the first two episodes were hilarious, but it really, it delves into something a lot more in terms of social commentary it presides. And I think it needed that time to do so. And it just resonated deeply in, in not a way where I experienced, obviously experienced a few of the same things, um, but culturally it was completely different. And it, it was just something I had so much fun with. And I think it was emotional. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was riveting. I think it was exciting. I think it was thrilling. And I also think it was just really funny at the same time, which, which did surprise me. And I think it, it says a massive compliment. If I'm binge watching a show, even though it isn't the longest thing, Tyler, what runtime, maybe five hours. Yeah, half, 10, half, 10 episodes half. are like 35-ish minutes, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that really? kind of, yeah, bad. that kind of margin. Um, and even that for me is, too, is, is is usually too much when it comes to TV shows because just, I'll just stop after like three episodes. I get too tired. But I just, I just found myself continuing it. Really, really enjoyed it. I did rate it on Letterboxd. So I kind of wanted to give it a, a rating. Um, 4.5 for me. I know I enjoyed it probably, maybe not more than most, but maybe on the same level as the majority. I think it's got a really high Letterboxd rating right now, like 4.4, which did surprise me. Um, but yeah, I've seen mixed things. I loved it. It really resonated with me, and I think it was um, 
not only one of the best things that A24 has produced, but also one of the best Netflix original TV shows I've seen. And I do want to quite clarify as well. I said that in my review. And I think people people on TikTok have very much selective hearing. And they're like, I'll say like, a, it's one of the best. And they'll be like, how is it the best? Have you seen this? Yeah. One of the best could mean top 20. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a, a Netflix show that was very, very, very fucking good. Um, that I really enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, I'll let you say what you thought on it. Yeah, uh, like I mentioned a minute ago, I thought the cast was so so good. Stephen Young being yeah. the being the standout, but Ali Wong, she's a, she's a comedian by trade, and same with David Cho, he's a painter. David by Cho, trade. yeah. So yeah, like yeah. these guys they're aren't great. strong actors in terms of they're not classically trained, haven't been doing it a ton. So I thought they all did great. I thought I don't know the name of the actor, but Stephen Young's brother in the show, I thought he was perfectly oh, yeah, yeah. perfectly fit okay. for what he had to do in the movie uh, or in the show. And yeah, I just thought the the cast is the strength of this. I could see it being shorter. I think, like, because, you know, like you said, the, the plot surface level in terms of, like, the synopsis you had to read with, like, two people getting a road rage incident, there's a beef. And I think the first, like, four episodes, while it does start to go into the themes, like, the deeper themes of family ties, culture, success, failure, um, parents, cheating, all, all these kind of things, I think it really starts to get into those. I think the final couple episodes, whereas the first few episodes yeah. are more about, like, the beef, you know, going back and forth, playing little pranks on each other. Um, but still, I, I really enjoyed it. They're they're perfect bite sized episodes. The the opening, the first uh, episode is a perfect hook. Especially like, there's so many great needle drops in the season. The soundtrack's incredible. Oh, but yeah. I don't think anything yeah. beat for me the first episode's needle drop. The Hoobastank, um, Hoobastank. What is it like? The founder reason or whatever. But that the, that's that, the one that's that been so traveling good. around Twitter as well. Yeah, yeah so so good, so great. good. Um, but yeah, so I I just thought. Yeah, Stephen Young. I hope he wins like an Emmy for this because he's just he's so good. That church scene obviously is going to be like the clip they're going to play for his Emmy nomination. So yeah. good, but even beyond that, he's just incredible this entire season. It was. I was yeah. just going to say that the not only just like the acting ability in a dramatic way, but Ali Wong and Stephen Young's comedic timing, especially in those earlier episodes, I think was so good. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to comedy, obviously she's a comedian by trade, but Ali Wong was great. She made yeah. me laugh a lot. In no, the first yeah, it was great and. Yeah, like uh, I I think the final episode for me was good, not great. Um, they they t- they wrapped it up pretty well. I just feel like I don't know. I don't know if we needed a whole episode devoted to you know their revelations on life and like coming together. Because yeah, a lot of them, inspired. like as a, as a viewer, yeah. you kind of you're picking up on them through like the flashbacks and stuff throughout the entire series. So then I feel like the last episode is kind of like a hey guys, in case you missed everything we gave you this season, like. We're gonna just spell it out for you, like all the stuff we should have learned and should have noticed. But still, like it was, it's very good. I, I haven't rated on Letterbox yet. I'm not gonna do like an out of ten score because it's a TV show, and I just, I just simply am just not. Yeah, I never, I never can't do that. that. But I'm gonna give it a star score, and I think it's probably gonna be like a four star for me. Um, surprisingly, it is like staying with classic A24 fashion, where Twitter's obviously blowing this thing up like crazy. But I've seen a lot of, you know, quote unquote, like laymen that are like. I watched it and it just like wasn't for me, which for me, I thought this was going to be one of the more accessible A24 projects, but I'm still seeing plenty of people that are like, eh, it's, it's just not the best thing I've ever seen. Whereas, you know, the people that typically love A24 are eating this up like always, but yeah, I think, I, I think it's, it's so popular. There is always going to be contrarians to the subject because it's yeah. so popular. And I do think I can definitely understand like with you, obviously you really liked it. It didn't like it much to me, but I definitely understand people want it a bit shorter, um, although I don't agree with, with it film-based, and that will be way too short. Um, and I do understand with people, like you said, uh, you know, the first three, four episodes are more about building the feud, and then it kind of goes into those issues quickly in, in the last four or three, whatever. But at the same time, um, it's one of them where 
I think it deserves a lot of the credit it's getting at the moment from my perspective. I think it just they did a really, really good job with it. And that's coming from someone again, this might be coming from someone who doesn't watch much T V, so maybe my knowledge on T V isn't as good as my knowledge on film, whatever. But considering how much fun I had with it, I think a lot of people could as well. Um, but I definitely get why people, you know, don't like it as much as as much as myself. Definitely. Yeah, but no, the, the writing is just so so good, and yeah, I guess like, I don't know, I I really enjoyed it. I don't want to spoil it, but there's so many jaw dropping scenes, and in episode nine, my jaw dropped so insanely. You probably yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, but that was like one of the biggest jaw drops I've had in a long time watching anything. It, I was like, holy fuck, what yeah. did I see? It's hard to like, um spoil it's hard, it's hard to do like a spoiler say obviously we're not going to do one because it's a show there is so much with this show that you could talk about it's not like a film where you can just talk about one particular mm-hmm. 10 minute section there is 10 of those 10 minute sections to go over in each episode whatever um in terms of i was last thing says the final episode i really liked the final episode i think it was a good conclusion i didn't need to have that conversation and kind of what was revealed and whatever but at the same time it wasn't in my opinion like near the best episode i think there was at least four or five that I liked more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, I really liked it. it. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I think everyone should watch it for sure. Cause it's, it's think... so bite sized and easily digestible. Like, like we said, 10 episodes, like 30 minutes, like each one like you can pop hours, in quick episode that every single episode will have like a gasping moment or a jaw dropping moment, especially when you get towards the end of the season. So I'd, I'd recommend everyone watch it. I don't know about you, Tyler, but I think Tyler and, and George would, would really like it as well. I think, be, yeah, I think, I think both of them will. I think the, the comedy hits, yeah. it is a comedy at his main genre for sure, but there's think, a lot of yeah. deeper themes there. Me and Victoria are going to probably get around to it next week. We've been through like Tori will like it as well. Yeah, and I came home and my mom was like, Are you watching beef? And I'm like, Oh, God. Bro, you, go? I, you weren't here a second ago, but like, literally, my mom came around, yeah? This is how I started watching it. My mom came yeah. around and we were going to watch a film. And she was like, Oh, do you want to watch the first episode of Beef? I've seen Everett. <laughs> oh, have you seen Everett? At least, like, it's like one of those Netflix, like the fucking Night Age. Yeah. Which apparently, I, do you know, the Night Age, right? It's like the number one show on Netflix, like, one of them ever. I don't even know what that is. Never heard anything. Anna turns around to me there. She's like, Oh, I watched it in a day. What? I don't know anyone else who's seen it. So it's like they must Netflix just gets around their marketing is just uh, there, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. It was great. It was great. <laughs> All righty. Um so those are our, our reviews for the week. Moving along to everyone's favorite segment. Hey, 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 it's trailer time. Oh, you should have uh, put that into chat chat GBT, whatever the fuck uh, that is. Create a create uh, a trailer tone. Yeah. Um so gonna kind of bounce around from trailers to news to try to keep this um, somewhat like tight and contained, but we're gonna start off uh, with the probably the biggest trailer of the week, uh, the Marvels, which is also the oh. most disliked trailer um, in in Marvel Studios history. Uh, no, blanket probably. statement: If you just walk over to the Marvels trailer and dislike it, stop listening to the spot. Fuck you, <laughs> you're you're a big weirdo loser. If you didn't, didn't like the trailer, away, I'm ranting, turning away people, huh? Everyone turning away well, people by your rants. I hope so, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Last week's episode did okay, uh, so I, I'm it. fine with saying that. Just don't listen to this pod if you're a fucking <laughs> loser like that. Um, this trailer, if you liked it or not, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Doesn't deserve whatever like 565,000 dislikes that it has. Does that's it have still... a negative ratio? Did you say? Yeah, no, okay. it's it's no, no it's still has like more likes but i don't I think, think it I, has five hundred thousand dislikes it's got four hundred sixty-five thousand likes that's crazy. I, I, the 500 i'm finding is across all 
clips. I think we know, I know. why that is. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If like yeah. this this trailer, I don't. We'll start off, George. I don't think you liked the trailer as much. Did you go to YouTube and dislike it? No, I did yes. not. There you go. You're you're a normal human being. I also didn't yeah. hate. I didn't hate the trailer. Actually, oh, okay. it's exactly. I, what I didn't I think expected. you liked it. I thought. No, it's the they brought. The I think exact it's also a teaser trailer. This, this is like yeah, a, it's, oh, yeah, this is too, pretty like, short for a Marvel trailer. I would say it's a teaser trailer. Like I've seen that one pick of Brie Larson on Twitter more times than I've. It's a good oh, picture. Though. Also, it's a good picture though. It's great. Nerd, nerd, rotic, nerd, rotic. Uh, is a is a YouTube account that has. 10 times or 100 times the followers or subscribers that we have, dude edited Brie Larson's nipples to be big. Oh, I saw that on Twitter. You're a fucking weirdo, and you should be castrated and, and stoned and so feathered. That weird. I saw that. Yesterday. Tar and feathered. That dude should be tar and feathered. That's so fucked. That's so bad. You're a weirdo. Uh, like, but continue, yeah. George. Sorry. Uh, I was just saying, like, the, getting to the actual trailer, like, I didn't yeah. hate the trailer. Like, it's the exact tone of Miss Marvel that I fully expected. I'm praying to God. Because I've said this many times. I think Iman Vellani is amazing as Miss Marvel. I truly do. Cam, I think you're stupid for saying that's one of the best. That was a take. That was a take. Saying that's one I of the stand best. by my statement. Listen, it's a, it's a fantastic casting, but come on. I stand by my statement. Second but best in the MCU. I will also say I did not like Miss Marvel. I think her character had some shitty writing, and it just didn't make her too interesting. And I think that sucks because I think she's genuinely amazing in this role. So I'm hoping this movie redeems her. I'm hoping this movie redeems Brie Larson, even though I don't think Brie Larson needs redeeming. I think she's great as Captain Marvel. I think the hate she gets is a bit excessive. I think there are other performances in the MCU that deserve more hate than fucking Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Um, but no, I'm I'm not excited for Marvel going forward, so I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I'm hyped for the Marvels, but... I didn't fucking hate this trailer. It's exactly what I expected. If you went into this trailer expecting anything other than what you got, you're stupid. It's probably fair. So, Tyler, moving <laughs> on to you. Did you go to YouTube and dislike this trailer? I actually just went to YouTube and clicked like. I, I don't think I ever watched it on YouTube. I think because there's like just so many trailers on Twitter. These I days, watch so. them on Twitter. Yeah, right, so I, 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 that that too. I watch all I, my trailers. I never when watch you post it on Real on Talk. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, but I went over and did my part and, and gave it a thumbs up. Uh, I, I really disliked Captain Marvel. Like, is my, I think it's my lowest rated MCU film. But that's not nothing. Like, I didn't think Brie Larson was even bad at all in the role. It cannot think... be. Your, it's no way. It's lower than Quantum. Wait, no, Quantum is low. Sorry. Or Dark okay. World. Or Dark World. Dark World and Captain Marvel are like tied at like one. No, I've seen Captain Marvel. But, yeah, I'll, I'll Captain Marvel, I just hated the story because it was just like so poorly written. Like there was no like conflict. It was just like was just all on the up and up. Everything was happy. Um, but yeah, so I I didn't care for it. But I, I mean, and I didn't see Miss Marvel, but I don't, I don't know. I thought the Marvel's trailer was fine. Like I'm, I'm just burnt out on the MCU in general. So I'm not going to take out any of my frustrations on this trailer. It's just like, I'm just not excited for anything from this. It's not like I'm, I'm not excited for the Marvel's, but. It's not like I'm excited for anything else. Not excited for shit. Seth, are you a normal human? No, because I dislike all Marvel's trailers. Yeah, so Seth, it's kind of Seth actually made fair. 16 burner YouTube just to keep disliking that. Yeah, but I do that with all of them. It's not just the female. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't watch this shit. I don't care. Uh, I will say that. Didn't even I didn't watch the trailer. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's, no fine. Shot, that's totally no fine. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> but I will say that. There is like in every time there is somewhere in the franchise world, in the superhero world, in the Star Wars world, when it comes to female characters, female protagonists, people are idiots, man. They really are, and like it's yeah. it's really bad. And I haven't seen Miss Marvel, so maybe she is bad. 
I don't know, but um, she's it's, not bad. The show itself is bad, but she's wait, good wait. in the role. Miss Marvel or Mrs. Marvel? So Miss Marvel. Marvel is a show. Captain Marvel is a Oh, movie. sorry. Captain, I haven't That's seen why... Captain Marvel. I haven't seen you... Captain Marvel. But I haven't seen yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, I was going to say. That's why but, it's you know the I mean? Marvels. Yeah. You get it? Like they're at, you know. Yeah, but I'm, what I mean is I don't know if they were bad. Any of them were bad in the Seth, role. Maybe, so you're just, maybe you're just not understanding the MCU. Captain this, Marvel. This is probably true. Could <laughs> you rewatch the entire thing? You should rewatch the entire thing. People are Um... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give my positive take. I'm always, like I said, I'm always going to be positive until I am. Uh, I'm positive until proven bad, um, which you have been many times. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I like Captain Marvel. Uh, like I like the movie. I think it's middle of the road MCU. Um, I, I I like Miss Marvel. Uh, I like the show. I'm a Miss Marvel defender. I think it's just as good as like M- Moon Knight. Um, uh, it's not. It's again middle of the road MCU. What's up, Seth? Who's the other woman? I actually don't know. Like the, she's she's WandaVision. WandaVision. So she's also in Captain Marvel. She's uh, uh, Monica Rambeau. Um, what's her mom's name? Fuck, I don't know. So no, Captain Marvel's set in like the seventies, or maybe not even that far back. Somewhere in that time frame, maybe like eighties or something. Yeah. Maybe nineties. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Uh, and so Captain Marvel's friends with a woman. Um, and her daughter is this the other girl in this. She's Monica Rambo. Um, so this trailer does, I would say, range from we're going. This is my epic. Uh, what are we Gen Z or what? What's the new generation? I don't even know what it is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, this is my this this trailer ranges like in in uniforms from L to mid to peak uh, with their three main characters. I think the Miss Marvel uh, the Miss Marvel suit is bad. Uh, downgrade from the show the monica rambo suit is is fine didn't didn't really care uh and then i think the the uh captain marvel suit is actually very good just the big ass star in the front is she's always had a suit yeah um but yeah that's my my l to mid to peak rank ranking um but yeah that's that's all i have on it uh nerd erotic should be tar and feathered in the middle of town square so don't edit women's nipples you fucking weirdo um yeah uh moving on so now we're gonna get into uh uh because i do want to do like the next biggest trailer we're gonna get into hbo news so hbo max is now becoming max um tyler so dumb yeah so So bad so bad but uh tyler i did see your retweet of drop the hbo like of uh the social (laughs) network what's his name do that sean parker justin Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Sean parker, thank yeah. you yeah drop the hbo very funny tweet um so <laughs> we got a lot of trailers a lot of news so we're just going to run through it all at the same time the biggest trailer from this is the penguin um it's more like a teaser yeah it's it's more like a hey we're in production of this show yeah. this yeah, yeah. That we have so far um any any major thoughts i'm excited yeah. for it looks good yeah That's all. it looked so sick it looks i love the opening of like the, the, the water the, the ending of the bat i like that they're like yeah. starting right there like they're not time yeah. jumping like i want to yeah see it's them. just i want to see them clean that up um but yeah. no, the trailer think- had this this when this trailer dropped i was like oh am i making my return to tiktok right now and then i was like nah nah um yeah. but yeah cool. it had like how, how long has it been now since it's you been like started? a week and a half maybe Damn. wow it's, crazy. it's been a while but no this had like obviously the batman vibes but it also had soprano vibes and i think that's a mm-hmm. very 
not necessary, but it's it just feels right when you look at like the way they went with the Penguin and the Batman that he's like this absolute mob gangster and it's fucking sick. And Colin Farrell is electric. Um, you know his performance in the Batman. You know Trump's banshees. But I knew <laughs> we we proved that was incorrect. Eighty twenty. Yeah, that was a poor poll. But no, I love this trailer or whatever production tag we're here. Yeah. yeah, I think yes. uh, I saw a tweet, so this is an original thought, but um, the the decision that Matt Reeves and the writing team of this universe did to change the Penguin as a character into becoming like a Tony Soprano of Gotham City is just such a smart, creative decision. Same thing with like the Riddler being a serial killer. Like, yeah. they're making this more realistic, more grounded, more dark. They and it's just man. Right, yeah. And it, it, this looks so good. And I wonder if this is what their plan is for the whole Reeves universe. If, like, each project is going to pick up exactly where it left off. No time jumps, no forward, backward skipping. Because that would be kind of cool. We haven't really seen that done with the universe. Where, like, the Batman ended, the Penguin's going to take it yeah. off. And wherever the Penguin ends right there, whatever the next project is, whether it's Batman 2 or the Arkham show or whatever it is, just picks up right there. Like, that'd be pretty sweet to see just one continuous story. But I don't know. This looks good. Yeah, they didn't. Sick. They didn't say anything about the Arkham show, so I'm I'm wondering if that's still uh, in development or maybe it, it got pushed off to the side. Um, but yeah, good good trailer. Um, nothing really to to say here. This is one of those I texted you guys this week. Like I always I always tweet these trailers, but I rarely watch them. This is one of those where I was like getting ready. And I'm like, did I even watch this thing? So I just <laughs> I, I just watched it while y'all were talking beef. Um, but. Looks really good. Colin Farrell's a good actor. No, no hot takes here. Um, is he a good actor? I mean, he's he's very good. That actor. is a hot take. Okay, he's a very good actor. Great actor. He's whatever a more you than want me to. Competent human being. Yeah, he's a competent person. Uh, moving on to Park Chan Wook's The Sympathizer, starring Robert Downey Jr. and many others. Um, any any thoughts on this trailer? It's his first TV show, if I'm not it's mistaken. It's Park Chan Wook, so I'm yeah. watching it. That's all I need to know. That's my exact thoughts. I I actually did not like. I didn't. I didn't fall for this trailer. I really didn't. Um, but yeah, it's Park Chan Wook, so I'll be there. Yeah, it's I'll watch. To be there. I'm sure I'll watch. Um, but it did do the thing where it did like, and Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Jr. and all the different characters he's playing, and I didn't like that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I, I get it. I, I get it. He's playing different characters. Um, but it looks good. I I'm not gonna say it doesn't. Um. How do, you, how do you think? How do you think Park Chan Wook approaches Robert Downey Jr.? Because I'd I'd imagine just like watch my filmography. Yeah, but, no, but I'd imagine Park Chan Wook has not seen one MCU. <laughs> you never know, man. He might be the biggest MCU fan. I mean, fair could be, man. In uh, fairness, a couple of his films are from comic book. I mean, they yeah, are comic book fair. adaptations, so you. Well, never like, know I, I just can't imagine he's writing this script and he's like, yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. He's a good actor. Um moving on. True Detective Night Country. I've never seen True Detective. Are you I all... get so many comments. Like True Detective season one is like the best I thing know. Ever. Matthew I mean, McConaughey or and Woody Harris. I, 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 stand, I, I stand it. by that. True Detective season one is a top three season of television. Season or season one? Season season one, season limited series. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's top five for all of those for me. And I know seasons two and three get hate. I I truly don't think they're as bad as people think they are. Uh, I think season two is very middle of the pack, and I think season three is good because Mahershala Ali just absolutely carries it on his back. 
Is he in one as well, or is he? Yeah, just... no, he's just in three. It's three. Oh, okay. It's three different, completely different stories. And I think oh, Street Detective. Oh, so I can just watch one then. Yeah, you can just watch one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all. It's an anthology series. Yeah, you should watch one. Um, mm. I like the trailer for Night Country a lot because there are a lot of season one vibes to it. Um, and uh, who the fuck is uh, Jodie Foster? Is obviously a queen. So is she in the first season? No, she's gonna be in the newest season. Oh, she okay. She's okay. gonna be Seth. I'm telling you, you should watch seasons. Don't you don't need to waste your time with two and three. I know. I I, probably, I, prefer, I didn't know it was an anthology. So yeah. Now, no. now you should. Like I know I'm in the minority thinking two and three are not like bad seasons of television. I think they're very good to you know just above average. Um, but one, I Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson give just two of the best TV performances I've ever fucking seen. It is so goddamn. I'm watch it this week. You, oh man, I would love that. Yeah, biological um, brothers. Yeah, bi- yeah biological brothers. Now, apparently, yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I don't watch True Detective, but I'm sure this will be fine. Uh, next up, the regime. I believe this is starring Kate Winslet. If I oh yeah yeah the again I, didn't I have no thoughts trailer. on this one. Yeah, nothing. Okay, moving on. It was Kate Winslet. Good job, me. Um, we are going to move on and just keep it with the HBO to Max um, or HBO Max to Max uh, news. And so we're going to skip over some trailers and just go straight to that. The biggest being Harry Potter show confirmed to be a uh, seven season, 10 year arc um, of a better ad, allegedly like better adaptation of the books. Um, same, same title card, same music. Bold. For now, yeah. I really think it's just no. they just confirmed yeah, it's it. Gonna like, change. Yeah, Do you think yeah. it will though? Yes. Like, they oh, they just I confirmed it. I don't think they were they able to cook up a to. score and a logo. No, they have to. They can't. I think they're idiots. I, no, I, change, I, after I, changing their name to Max, I think they're idiots. I don't think you. Okay. They if they can play it safe and just go like beat for beat just mimic the the aesthetic the vibe the the score and everything of the movies but that would be the stupidest thing in the world like you you're 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 rebooting or whatever you want to call Dude, it they just called it max man they are i don't even think that's a bad decision i'm just saying they're rebooting one of the greatest most culturally significant or pop culturally significant movie franchises We've said it before. It is probably the most consistent franchise out there. You have to do something to stand out. I just like I. I'm not like I'm excited for this. Like I think it could be good. I'm very um, excited. I, 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 I'm not gonna lie and say that I won't watch it because I obviously will. But at the same time, it's like it's not been. Well, how long has it been since 2011? Yeah. What are we doing? I choose the stupid. I, I, I listen. I know. I'm, I, like I'm, I'm the biggest Harry Potter fan. I, I love these movies. I, I rewatch these movies twice a year at least, and I'm excited for the show because if there's so much that the movies didn't left. There, out. Have you read the books, George? Yes, I've read the books. There's, there's, there's a chunk like the half blood, the yeah, half blood prince. How, that, was the the weirdest, that was the weirdest adaptation. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think they were bad at adaptation, but Goblet they were Fire odd ones. Half they blood, they could have been three part movies themselves. Yeah, especially the Half-Blood Prince. Especially, especially the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, so there's just so much that I think putting Harry, the story of Harry Potter into a series that you could really flesh out across whatever, seven mm-hmm. seasons, ten episodes each, an hour episode. I just think it's very risky. 
It's a I think it's risky. very risky too. I think the ratings are going to be horrific, and I don't think a lot of people are going to watch this show. But that doesn't mean I, I'm not excited. I for think it. this this could have some major rings of power problems. <laughs> no, I, I, I completely agree. I agree. agree. If it doesn't live up to the hype, this thing's getting and canceled. It's going to take so much to live I know. I know. Yeah. You, I, I don't think it'll be. Really I don't think it'll be about really as Rings of Power because they Rings of Power didn't own the source material and they didn't have J.R. Tolkien like on yeah. board. Harry Potter owns the source material and they have and they have J.K. Rowling on board, so I think they'll be fine with the adaptation yeah. side of things. Yeah. We do you not support what? J.K. Rowling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, J.K. Rowling, shitty person, shit. um, but she knows can, Harry. Yeah, Potter you, you can. I saw something uh, that said like a leaked like cast, what? but like and Riley was like, "Oh, they already leaked the cast." I was like, "There's no way." So I like, looked it up, and it's like these are the rumors, but there's it's not. But it's, speaking no of way. the cast, I I will also say, I I feel bad for everyone that plays these roles. Oh yeah, they yeah. have. Yeah, they're gonna like, be the kid that plays Harry Potter will never be Harry. Be Harry. You see Daniel Radcliffe, if you see Harry Potter. It's gonna yeah. be so hard. He That's will never be Harry Potter. There you know what no... I would love? And, and now I'm sorry, I'm just going on a tangent. You know what I would love? I would love if Harry, Harry Potter, Jesus, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint like were involved. No, 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 not not reprising their role. Just there okay. as like. I think God. they all hate J.K. Rowling. To be fair, yes, they yeah, do. they're they all do. very they, outspoken. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe is like, so much. Yeah, yeah, they are not coming not back. Like, no, they are not, not like coming back. But that would be odd, though. Seeing but not even no, no, not even like hired by HBO Max. But like, if one day news drops that like we see like Daniel Radcliffe out to lunch with the young kid that's going to play Harry Potter, I'd be like, you know what? That's fucking sick. Like, that's probably, no, it'd be too hard to. Says, I think they. I think there are anti anti this though. Probably there's so um, much like Wizarding I, World. I think they could have gone into it instead of a reboot. But I do get there was a lot missing in the films from the box. Yeah, I don't yeah. really get it. It's, um, it's so risky. Do you think they have a group chat? Daniel, Rupert, and Emma just text. I'm gonna say them. no because yeah. I could see Rupert Grint having started a group chat like, "Yo, you guys see this shit?" Yeah, Rupert part? Grint is the only one in that group that's like, "Maybe we should have a group yeah. chat." <laughs> no, I mean like the reunion last year gave off vibes of like we don't talk to each other anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, same with the Friends reunion. reunion, which always sucks bit. because like celebrities are not real people, so they're, they're yeah, just, we, we are we are to have this character like best friends. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like the Chandler Chandler Ross. And, and, and Joey all speak to each other, but they just yeah, don't. They don't. They're like we like to right, think. Nice but that's it's like that's, it's that's like you and made, your coworkers. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. made the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion thing so good because like they truly gave off vibes. Like yeah, we talk to each other yeah. every fucking day. All right, uh, moving on from the Harry Potter show. Uh, oh, one one last mm-hmm. question: Is this John Williams' best score? Is the Harry Potter oh. theme? No, it's up there. Yeah, I think it's up there. It's up there. I, 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 no. I like I, I like more than most, but no, it's Jurassic. Damn, Oh, oh, Jurassic, Jurassic, oh. Jurassic, I think Jurassic Park might be so number one. better than Hans Zimmer. Moving on. Uh, the Conjuring spinoff show. Uh, discussing film. Also, wait, wait, wait. Revenge of the Sith. What are we saying? Dude, I, I think they're all great. I'm yeah, just saying right. Harry Potter score is nuts. Like, it's it is. so iconic and so you're damn right. good. You're right, you're right. Um, but the Conjuring spinoff show, tweeting a picture of the nun is <laughs> is messed up, man. Uh, Cancelled. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even know why. Is, George, is James Wan involved in this? I don't uh, know, I don't actually. I don't think they said anything about that. I, the last Conjuring film I didn't like at all. Yeah, I can't imagine he's not there as at least a producer. At least, yeah. At, at least, least a producer. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know anything about it, to my knowledge. But then something we do know a little bit about, Welcome to Dairy, releasing later this year. Uh, it prequel, not with Bill Scar... Or, 
Is it? Al- I, I no, thought it said. Is it Bill Skarsgård? Is he? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not oh, wait. Is this, is this like new news? Because I could have sworn he was confirmed to like reprise his role as Pennywise. And Wait, I, saw... I thought he was confirmed again. Like, yeah, that's what I because I, I I I quote tweeted the news that like production started or whatever or whatever. It's uh, yeah, released. I thought he did it recently. And someone well. and like I got a couple of replies that basically said like Yeah, but Bill's not coming back, which sucks. And I was yeah. like, Since no. when? He's not. Yeah. I thought he no, was. I didn't. Damn. I don't know if it was ever confirmed that he wasn't oh. before this, uh, but I didn't. I didn't think this was shocking news. He um, was the saving grace from the he second was, film. Oh, come, come the second film's just as, oh, just as good as the first stop, one. Stop. I think, I think the first good. one is good. I think the first one is a genuinely good horror movie. I mean, it's a, it's a four out of five. The second one was like three hours. I, I, I think I think yeah, the first was, was a four out of five. It was and the not second's a three and a half out of five for me. So you're bugging. Yeah, maybe second, a three out of five. Have you watched the series from the the original? Not great. I saw the original with. uh, I've heard the second it like way back in the day is like horrible. Yeah, truly horrible. I think it's better than the the, the second film. Bill Hader's great in that movie. Um, Moving on, Game of Thrones prequel, A Knight of Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. Awful name. First off, it is based on the book from George R. R. Martin. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's like Aegon Targaryen's. siege or whatever he has i'll right never here. not be excited for anything in this universe as much as i would like there's just I'm, I'm, it's, it's just got me hook line and sinker i don't care like, i mean yeah i see if, that if, iron throne i'm just, just write the fucking books yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> literally just it is crazy how long has it been write this damn book, we'll, like, we'll never see that final book he's gonna die no, in that final book. That's we're gonna be stop making these shows and write the damn he, he, yeah, he's never right in that. Um, we don't really know anything about it, but they are making it. Uh, It'll probably be good. Uh, we have a couple the, other. Tra- is that the last bit of HBO news? Because I just have one thing on HBO yeah, before we move. So just like, I get it. J.K. Rowling sucks, and HBO Max changing to Max is a weird move. Even though I don't really disagree with the name change, and I get like the whole. Like the ultra, Wait. like so they have like the, the ads package, the no oh. ads package, and the ultra. Netflix is the same thing. I don't get why people are up on ad. Like they have the same four, like base plan. They have a four K plan. It's the same thing as HBO Max. So, so many upset. do. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are just mad about the J.K. Rowling thing, which is justified, and they've like translated it to like just hating on HBO as a whole. When I like, I saw so many people being like, "Wow, what a mid day of announcements." I'm excited for almost every single one of these. Very excited I for several I think of was- these. I think this is Almost one of the best announcement days you've ever had for no, projects. We have a mix of continuing IP that is IP that people love. Like I'm excited for the Harry Potter show, obviously, but I'm talking about like Game of Thrones. Like I think everyone's excited for another series from that. Mm-hmm. And then they also have original IP stuff like Park Chan Wook series and and uh, the the Kate Winslet show. And it's like I don't know. I I, I get it. People can be upset, but uh, and there's a lot of reasons to be justified for it. But to act like this isn't some of the best announcements we've seen is like crazy. Like these are some Especially for TV shows. So, yeah. so the only thing I took away from that is you don't hate the change from HBO max to max. Well, I mean like from a business, like HBO was acquired. This wasn't a merger. They got bought. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to buy a company and use their name. That's stupid. You buy the company to take them I off the market. Know, man. Like HBO, I don't know, man. The, the HBO is what, is what brings people in. That's not, what draws not, people. Not, not discovery. Who gives I think a fuck about on Twitter. Yes. Plan. I don't think any layman cares that it's an HBO series. No one's like, Oh, Sopranos is a great HBO show. People say Sopranos, the wire, like HBO has name recognition. 
But I think HBO has name recognition now. I, really, I will say I the stock know. dropped six percent after that. Yeah, Bud Light so did I, too. I do think most people. Bud Light uh, did too for being pro gay. Like it doesn't matter what side of the spectrum politically you're on. I'm not arguing. People just I'm don't not like change. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. I just I don't like that name change. It's fine. Uh, next biggest trailer going back to trailers. Not HBO anymore. Talk to me. Um, horror movie from A24 looks yeah. fucked up. And I I didn't like it. Spooky. Looks so sick. They said it's the serious yeah. A24. That hand, bro, the hand bro, thing. that A24 hand thing. That's oh, my favorite man. A24 logo to date. It was it's really good. I, oh my god, that looks so demented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone. Um, I, there's nothing really like to break down about the trailer other than it scared the well, shit out of me. It, all the cast and stuff are all well, not cast, but all the crew. The director, of the writer, it's all their like first projects, so uh, really? there's nothing really we can expect. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just, we don't uh, know anything. So then we have the Continental, a three-part series on Peacock. Any crazy thoughts there? No. Yeah, I'm I, just I, curious I think it looks see. fun. I think it yeah. looks fun. Um, which I think is okay. Wait, which was this? Con- it's a John Wick spin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think I it know. looks fun. Um. But I don't know if it'll be. It's not Chad Stahelski, which no. isn't great, no, um, and it doesn't have the vibes of John Wick. But it could be. It could be fine. Um, we'll see. Uh, I don't think the trailer really gave anything away. Again, it was more of a not teaser. Yeah. Um, just kind of showed what characters would be in it. Then we have three trailers that I don't think like really anyone's going to have any comments on, but maybe they do. The Mother, Fool's Paradise, and Sanctuary. Uh, any comments? Can on I just say one thing? Yeah. Two of the writers, I think, are doing the Continental who did who wrote John Wick. So that's John Wick. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Um, Fool's Paradise is the Charlie Day movie, which is Ray Liotta's final final movie. Everyone lost their mind about Cocaine Bear. This is the actual last movie. So you know, if you're pissed off that the, that was his final movie, you're you're you can go back <laughs> into your hole. Um, for, for, I don't have anything to say about Fool's Paradise, but are they. So I, I don't know. The production company like reached out to me to to promote the trailer when it came out. Oh really? Same. same. And, yeah, but but typically How they many asked, times like seventeen, bro. They George? followed up so many times, and I George? responded. I responded once, and I'm like, sorry, like I'm not. In-. But the reason I'm not interested is so usually when you like get reached out to for things, they like explain what they want from you. They explain what you're looking for, and they ask for your rate. They didn't ask for my rate. They were like, I'll give you a seventy-five dollar gift card. Gift card they, they yeah. for what? Me. For what? No, for, they said they said to me they'll they'll like give me a seventy five dollar <laughs> gift card for like a meal out or something. They emailed me. I take a meal out. I, I got I, a million emails about honestly, George, about twenty times saying. But oh, I responded. In, I responded after like the third. I follow-up. wrote the first time. Yeah, and I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, like I'm just, and I didn't even say it's because of like the the compensation. I was like, listen, like I'm just, I'm off TikTok a little bit, like I need to take a break. I start a new job. I'm a little overwhelmed, so I appreciate this. They didn't acknowledge that email at all. They just and then, kept following up like 44 it's, it's, times. Do you know what? Yeah, like, offering. I'm sorry, like especially to you, someone with like 370k, whatever, offering a 75 dollar yeah. gift card. That's 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 offensive. As as the smallest one on here of 40k, um, which I'm still very happy with. I'll take 75 bucks. So send send that over to me. I'll take it. Um, I'm putting you I'll, I'll, I'll when they email me five more times, I'll I'll, su- I'll soups this trailer up, man. I'll, I'll lose it. Um, but moving on. Oh, Sanctuary has Margaret Qualley and uh, uh, Christopher Abbott, and they're great. So that should be yeah, pretty good. 
Um, moving on to some nerd news, uh, Star Wars news. The Bad Batch is returning for season three. I know none of you except George knows what that is. It's an animated show in the Clone Wars universe. Um, apparently, people liked season two. I never actually watched season two. Um, I will on my Star Wars like rewatch. I'm on season one right now. Returning for third and final season, that's fine. Uh, DCEU, uh, the cast of Creature Commandos was released. So we have Frank Grillo as Rick Flagg Sr., Maria Bakalova as I. Ilana Rostovic, uh, Indira Varma as the bride, Zoe Chow as Nina Mazursky. I don't know. Alan, Alan Tudyk as Dr. Phosphorus, David Harbour as Eric Frankenstein, and Sean Gunn as GI Robot. This is the first DCEU project. Like, this is James Gunn and Peter Safran all the way. It's the first one, it's an animated series. Um, I don't know anything about it, but I think that's where James Gunn has his best stuff like the suicide squad guardians of the galaxy. I think that's where he thrives, um, casts a bunch of his friends as he always does. Maria Bakalova is great. Hope she does well in it. Um, any other comments? The Frank Grillo casting like genuinely made me so happy. Yeah. I don't know, that's the only comment it's, it's I have. He, he, I, I just feel like he would, he would fit like, like the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's the Suicide Squad's like that vibe that like John Cena and Idris mm. Elba gave off, like just so, yeah, so goddamn well. And obviously, he's playing Rick Flagg Sr., who is just the manliest of mans you could ever fucking have. And Frank Rillo is fantastic, sure. Um, yeah, it's animated show. I'm not sure if it'll get more than one season, I'm not sure how it'll tie into the DCEU, but they want to tie in like animated and. Um, and uh, uh, live action. So maybe it will. Maybe they'll come back in live action. Who knows? I think it would be so cool if they did like a team up event at one point of like Elseworlds or some bullshit and they had like animation and live action in a movie together. I think that would be very cool. But that's way, way down the road. Uh, and then Marvel News, probably the biggest casting of the week. Mia Goth casting yeah. or cast in Blade. I'm trying to stop saying casted. Cast it's not a word. Everyone yeah. listening. Um, Mia Big Goth, Cast in Blade. Huge uh, W. Yeah, Huge George. Oh, is it a win for, uh, relax, for Mia Goth? Relax. <laughs> oh, all I said was, if you're looking for a love interest, I could bust my schedule wide open. Right. <laughs> Which is super uh, fair. Yeah. Is this a win for Mia Goth though? Yes. yes. She'll get paid a lot. Yeah, but mm, I don't know, man. I, I love I love Pearls. I love Max or I like I liked Pearl and I liked X and I'm excited for Maxine. I'm sure she got paid like not forty, forty thousand dollars for those. She'll you also, get paid you like also have to understand that's the fan base that the MCU has, and I don't think Mia Goth is like a mainstream name. Like this no. is gonna put her on the Pretty. map like crazy. And well, do you like is, Bla- I swear, Tom, you don't like Blade, do you? I like Blade. I, I like Blade. I played it like a, I like, like Blade at like a, se- a seventy five or something like that. Oh, weird. I thought you quote tweeted someone about it saying like you like you like. I don't get No, it's not better than most of the MCU. MCU. No, it's ninety nine percent of the MCU. Blade. Someone someone said like someone someone tweeted that saying it was like ninety nine. It was better than ninety nine percent of the MCU. And then so no Sydney replied to it and was like. Uh, if, if you, you get I, it, if you if you get it, you get it. And then I reply and said, I just don't get it. I, I, I have, think I have really played as middle of the road MCU. Really, I would, I would agree with that. It would, I it would be oh. right around my top fifteen of like the thirty. I think like, 
top 10 if it was like MCU, I guess. In terms Personal. of Mia Goth, good for her. She'll get her name on, on the map because mm, I was going to say 99%. I think 100% of MCU fan people don't know who she is. No clue nah, she is. Probably. Yeah. Really? Uh, well, I'm an MCU fan and I know who she is. Shout out me. I'm, I'm the 1%, baby. <laughs> she's been in movies um, that have, all her movies combined at the box office have made probably like $10 million. Like every movie she's ever been in added up. Yeah. She's. <laughs> Um, she's big right now, but she's still in like she's big in like small horror flicks. Um, yeah. Like X and Pearl are not big movies. Infinity um, Pool, same thing. Infinity Pool, yeah, it's not a big yeah. movie, but it's they're like they also, Theria yeah, was pretty be huge, bigger than they are. But Theria was pretty huge, I think. Infinity Pool also wasn't like received well, was very Suspiria. well. No, I don't think that's a big movie. Suspiria was Suspiria the remake was a massive movie. That's a big movie. Not, it's probably not big, like no, box like, office wise, but that movie has a crazy cult following. That is okay. crazy. Okay. Yeah. It also has a six, a three point eight out of five on Letterboxd, and it made seven point nine at the box office um, on a twenty million dollar budget. No, no, but that's not my point. Suspiria is like oh. a huge film. Like Coda Johnson like, was in that. Tilda Swift, just, just Damn, kind of a good. You don't know. Cast. You don't know this film. Mm -hmm. Cam, just to give you a context, it's got like 400 and something K logs on Letterboxd. Like it was a, you don't know the original Suspiria? I've heard of the, I've heard of it. Like I just, well, they re, never watched the it. Original, me and George like the original, you wouldn't. But yeah. they remade it, who, the same guy who did it, we spoke about it because he did Bones and All, mm. Luca Guadagnino. Oh. Oh. So Luca it's got Guadagnino? like a big following. Yeah. Luca Guadagnino. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, that's fine. Moving along. Um, Marino Bakarin and Stefan Kopik. Sorry for the horrible um, pronunciation of those names. Uh, are returning for Deadpool three. They play uh, shit. Who's Deadpool's love interest? I forget her name. No, and then no. and then uh, Colossus. Um, so yeah, that's fine. Cool. Good to have them back. Good to at least keep this Deadpool three um, in in relation with the uh, previous two movies. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Moving on to regular news. Super Mario Bros. Pushing 500 million. I think it's already done. Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. week. Yeah, in the first week. It's like, push, been like what? 10 pushing days? like 600 million. Actually, Is this shit gonna break like 1.5 billion? I think easily. I think that's Tyler. Opening night, I called my shot 1.5, and on TikTok, I said maybe I said it even goes towards 2 billion. Everyone's like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you yeah, don't it's know. It's making. So I think yeah. people people misunderstand how big Mario is. How big like, is Nintendo is. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo in general and Mario in the Asian market, but it's doing numbers in the in the U.S. too, which is crazy. Bro, I, I didn't I didn't watch the movie, but I was at the gym. Uh, oh, have you still not I, seen it? I haven't seen it, but yeah. I was at the gym the other day and I saw someone tweet about the song Peaches. Mm -hmm. So I started ripping it at the gym, and I'm like, this shit kind of goes. I could not listen to that. Uh, that could be nominated. It's it's eligible to be nominated for an Oscar. I know. Best song. Uh, Everyone kept tweeting, "It's a rap. It's a rap." Yeah. And then lastly, uh, not not news at all, but Oppenheimer was delayed and then it wasn't. It it was good clickbait on on Twitter, uh, which is fine, uh, but it's not that anymore. So what have you guys been watching? George, what have you been watching recently? I, I hate also, we're pushing two hours and I just suck. Um, well, good thing <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're not. I, After I, have, this, oh yeah, I have not seen a movie since Monday, which I hate to admit, but Great. I just... Awesome. Had a busy week and I went out a couple of times. Uh, I saw the last movie I saw was The Farewell and then Lady Bird and before that After Sun. Uh, awesome. So uh, brutal, good uh, movies, Don't great get me movies, wrong. yeah, great yeah. movies. Uh, cried a lot, uh, which was the vibe, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's literally all I've seen. Awesome, uh, Seth. Yeah, I was ill, man, so you have to give me a bit of a break. I've seen a few things this week. 
Yeah. So, instead of, instead of just watching big 25 big movies, he watched... No, it wasn't that. Well, I watched Beef, to be fair. Obviously, that took up a lot of time. So I didn't watch any films on Monday, oh, yeah, whatever that was. Uh, I watched Miller's Crossing, which is uh, one of the first, one of the earlier Coen Brothers films, gangster films. Amazing. It was brilliant. One of my favorite Coen Brothers behind... It comes to like third behind No Country and Fargo. So really, really good. Recommend you all to watch it. I watched um, The Survivalist featuring Mia Goff. Shit. I watched Dress to Kill, which is a Brian De Palma film, which was like a... Uh, it was kind of like Blowout, honestly. And it was around like 1980 as well. Uh, that was really good. I watched Nobody. I'm which... sorry. I, I love that shit. It was shit, honestly. <laughs> That's it. Um, this has watched... very good reviews, The Survivalist. It was shit. Go it was so... Oh, man. It was... I don't want to get into it. It was so try hard. I'm sorry. It was like, was let's, let's just put in a scene, right, where there was no dialogue for the majority of the film. Let's just put in scenes where this guy's wanking onto a plant and then make it like cool and edgy. And it's like, I don't know. It had this survivalist feel. And I was liking the first half an hour, but it was meant to be like, it, you come, you would hate it. That's it's got a it's got a 3.3 on Letterboxd. And I know I, I hate starting here because everyone hates it and I get it. Uh, it may it has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, no one cares. Metacritic of 80, and a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, which is like bad. I yeah. guarantee you would hate this. It's I'm so you gave it like a 1.5. Yeah, it could get onto a one. I hate uh, it anyway. Uh, <laughs> I watched um, Nobody, which is pretty good. I didn't love it, but I think it's a film which is like made for people who love John Wick stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's just but yeah, the action was great. It's it reminded me a lot of like John Wick too. It's very reminiscent of John Wick. I, I did enjoy it. I just didn't have a great time with it. Um, to be or not to be, which was a class, it was amazing. Uh, uh, and build uh, Spanish horror called Terrified, um, the French film called Pickpocket. And that is about it. Our uh, best things this week, Miller's Crossing and Dress to Kill, probably. Let's watch some good films this week. Yeah. Uh, Tyler? Yeah, so I've been in a big filmography kick, so just been trying to go through some directors. For some reason, Ben Affleck was the first one, but I mean, he doesn't have that many. So, finish off Ben Affleck's filmography. I think he only has one miss, and that's Live by Night from 2016. But other than are that, you are you doing Bergman, like you said in your poll? Yeah, I have to finish up Bombback first because I'm also going through Bombback. Uh, so, and he has a lot. Uh, he has a lot. Uh, one movie I think from Bombback, he did a documentary. He directed a documentary of Brian De Palma called De Palma. I think he has. If you like movies, huh? you'd like it. It's just Brian De Palma is like a savage. He just openly just talks so much shit on actors he's worked with producers directors. I've heard of that. Yeah, he's just yeah. like yeah he's just so deadpan he's like yeah this actor I worked with he's a real piece of shit like he was just a pathetic <laughs> excuse for that i was like oh shit he's just going into it. he's just going in um finished damien chazelle's filmography finally watched guy and madeline on a park bench oh. you know what damien chazelle you're still my favorite director really didn't care for that uh, i feel I, like we uh, talk about that film like every episode yeah it's <laughs> a, it's, it's, very, it's such like I mean, he was out of film school at the time, like a year, but it's such a film student movie. Like, you'll watch it. It's just like, yeah. it's a film student movie. He must have been young when that came out. Yeah, it was like a year after he graduated college. So then he had okay. a big gap between that and Whiplash. But uh, yeah, then uh, watch Evil Dead 2. I, I just don't think 80s horror is my thing. I just didn't love it. it like what did you rate star, it? Three star. Okay. Like, I just didn't, didn't care for it. And then, yeah, just ton ton of bomb back. Um, watched... And the only other thing, uh, yeah, I watched the first two of the Cornetto trilogy, Seth. So Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Both four. What did you rate? So what not, was higher? Uh, what Shaun of the Dead, right? barely. I, I'm actually surprised. Really? I thought I would like Hot Fuzz more, but I actually like Shaun of the Dead more. I think it's just Most the 90 minutes more to, was more digestible. Hot Fuzz was like two hours. I think both are really good, though. But I think I'd rewatch Shaun of the Dead before I rewatch Hot Fuzz. 
Interesting. Yeah. You're in the it. same wavelength. Yeah. Fair enough. Is that it? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then myself. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm watching Star Wars. I'm watching Star Wars. <laughs> um, yeah. Just keeping chugging along. And my goal was May 4th. I didn't realize how fucking close that was. So I got to get on my shit. Uh, and grind some Star Wars, I guess. But the Clone Wars show is just so long. Uh, Do you have a planned seasons. like final? Like, are you gonna post a TikTok of like ranking every single piece of Star yeah. Wars? Oh, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be quite a video. You're gonna mm. need that ten it'll, minute. It'll be a couple. It'll be a couple parts. It'll <sighs> probably be a couple parts, and people are gonna hate me because like, just to spoil it, I have like, I have two sequels above Revenge of the Sith. I have probably three seasons of the clone wars above revenge of the sith i know both two seasons of mando are going to be above revenge of the sith and so i'm just going to get like attacked and be called like i don't know names yeah stupid which is fine revenge of the sith (laughs) has so many issues and i love it to death but i watch that movie and i just sit there and i'm like just fucking force crush uh uh general grievous just force crush him he's you're gonna kill him anyways he's not force sensitive just yeah it's fine it doesn't it's fine it doesn't matter moving on um uh star wars is cool i love it and then yeah that's it. oh oh i watched the first episode of secession which i thought was fucking fantastic but i'm a huge adam mckay sucker. i loved your tweet when you were like i loved it now back to star back wars. to star wars yeah because so i wanted to i wanted to watch it with emma um so her and i watched the first episode she wasn't as uh intrigued uh uh with it as i was i thought she'd maybe like it she really likes the big short like i do um her and i really get along with that movie because i think it's fantastic and she really likes it um so i thought she'd maybe like it she she liked it didn't love it so she's like just let me know what's happening and i'll watch a couple episodes with you when we watch it when you You think i'd like it yeah i think so um comedy kind of thing I'm not trying yeah, to it's funny, man. Uh, yeah. Even the first episode is funny. Um, and I'm sure it gets better after that. But uh, only the first episode was directed by Adam McKay. So who knows? Maybe I won't like the next couple. Fall off but, completely. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back into it after Star Wars. But I also want to get... Dude, I, I I was... I don't know. I want to I wanna watch all the 2023 movies that I've missed. I want to watch a bunch of Disney Channel originals so I can rank those on TikTok. I don't know I'm, why I, I had I'm that feeling recently. So far behind on my 2023 releases. Yeah. I hate You're it. far behind. Star Wars is Star Wars is taking up all my time, which is fine. I'm enjoying I it. I need to see Air, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I need to yeah. see Air this week. Definitely. Uh, moving along, uh, please subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't. Like this video. Uh, uh, follow us on Apple and Spotify. Give us five stars, all that, before we get into our top ten movie scenes of all time. My list is so arbitrary. Not the best. Not the best. But my list is so whack and so bad and not in order. And I just. You didn't I, put it in order. See, my list well, is in order, but it's just. It's, it's I, I in took order. Like at least it's, an hour on this beforehand. I like. Uh, yeah, I definitely order. needed to do more. It's it's classic cam. I definitely needed to do more. Um just thinking I don't about think you've it ever been prepared even once i mean like i'm host, prepared i don't think i'm prepared. prepared i just like you thought of thing. this like and you were like to us, you were like i do i've sure been preparing prepared. all week i've been preparing all week but i'm like i hate this list and i want more um but yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna go um so we do the, yeah how are we doing this yeah so we'll, we'll do 10, 10 to 5, 5 or 10 to 6 and then 5 we'll we'll switch okay. off okay. so we're going to yeah. start with uh with doesn't matter i think we've heard tyler speak the least this episode so we're going to start with tyler 
Okay. Um, yeah, I spent it's not like, a draft. It I spent like 20 minutes on this. I just looked at the movies I love and just picked my favorite scenes. So I did rank them in order, but uh, this is, yeah, like we all said, we're, we, we probably all missed a lot of things. But 10 through 6, number 10, hallway hammer scene from Old Boy. Um, number 9, wow. about time, the one last day with your dad scene. Uh, number 8, another round, the final singing and dancing scene. 7, seven there will be blood, abandon my child scene. And then six game night Frito Lay's profitability in question scene. I love I love throwing that in there because that's an all time team. Um, oh my god! I Wait, love did that. you say the Frito Lay one for six? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that is a great scene. How is that profitable for the Frito Lay? It is a great scene. So good, man! It's so good. Um, all right, we'll go. We'll go on to Seth. Okay. So let me get it open that I can say the names so I can like read it at the same time. Okay, so 10 is the running scene from the 400 blows, the final scene. George, you know what I'm about. I do. Nine is the mirror scene from Persona. Again, George, you know what I'm about. Yes. Eight is the coin toss scene from No Control Men. Love that. Seven is the Marlon Brando horror speech from Apocalypse Now. Six like is the and six is the recital sequence from Barry Lyndon. There I love go. that. I love Interesting. that. Interesting. Very um, Seth. That's very Seth. George. Um, okay. Same thing. I just kind of went through my favorite movies, and I I know which like movie scenes I, I re like I go to YouTube and rewatch the most. So mm-hmm. Seth Seth is probably gonna hate my my list because there's a lot of superhero shit on it. Uh, my number ten is uh, the portal scene in Endgame. Yep. My like number that. nine is the storm is coming scene from Mad Max Fury Road. It's a scene where they like, like go. For some reason, I thought yeah. you were talking the Dark Knight Rises. I was like, really? <laughs> That's a great scene. I love yeah. that scene. Yeah, great right. scene. Uh, where am I at? Eight is uh, the interstellar video montage scene. Um, that shit makes yep. me cry. Makes me cry. Makes me cry every fucking time. Um, this I don't know if this is going to surprise you, but it may, maybe this is just a little bit of recency bias. But at number seven, I have the opening monologue from the Batman. Mm-hmm. I fucking love okay. that. I think that I mean, is the best. Thing. I think that is a better opening scene than like Heath Ledger's Joker introduction in The Dark Knight, which is an incredibly bold take considering that's my favorite movie. Um, and then my number six. Tyler already mentioned the movie, but I go with a different scene. I go, there will be blood, the I drink your milkshake scene. Mm. I like that. Interesting. My list is is just all whack. And I, you know, I sit here and I like try not to put too many like superhero or just nerd stuff, but <laughs> it's it's fine. Whatever. Um, that always tops the list. So uh at at number 10, I have It's Not Your Fault, uh Goodwill Hunting. Um at oh. number nine. At number nine, I have the final shot in Departed, just like the final shot of the rat on the, uh, what is it, rat on the Skywalker or whatever. Um, At number eight, I have Order 66 from Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I just talked about it. That movie has a whole lot of problems. Order 66 is not one of them. Um, I have at number seven, the final scene in The Truman Show. And then at number six, I have... um, uh, the remember the Titans speech from remember the Titans that okay. they will not gain another yard. Good, good fucking speech could be on my top speech of all time. If we did that, you know, there's um, no, there's no MCU in there. So I'm curious how many you have in your top, top five. five. I mean, <laughs> I could have put, I could have put 10, um, but 
Uh, well, I just want to clarify as well. You might be thinking there's a lack of Lord of the Rings. I said to myself, I'm only going to put one Lord of the Rings scene. I only have I one. Just, I, yeah, I, I only have for one scene for from a movie. Yeah, I, I never have yeah. more than one scene in a movie. Well, I, the, I could fill my I list could. with the trilogy Lord of the Rings. Really. Exactly. exactly. I could have filled my list with the Dark Knight alone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are my 10 through 6. Um, uh, I believe it was back to Tyler. What's your 5? And you can elaborate on it a little bit. But I, think, I don't think there's too much well, to go into. I think we'll I, I'd be, I mean, this is a classic, a whiplash, the are you rushing or are you dragging scene? Really nothing needs to be said there. Just a powerful ass scene. That's one of the most intense scenes. I, yeah. I, when I first uh, made a video on whiplash, I said that was like one of the most intense scenes ever for something that's like not life threatening. Um, and someone commented and was I like, mean, he threw a symbol at his face. I guess yeah, that's that true. true. Yes. I guess that's that is, true. That is life threatening. Um, someone commented and was like, as a person who does music, that was one of the cringiest scenes I've ever seen. I'm like, you know, that's probably fair. That's like fair. if you're, well, if like you had a teacher that was actually yelling at you like that, you'd probably be like, what the fuck, man? But I don't know. Works for a movie. Yeah. It's a good thing. We don't know music. Yeah, exactly. I don't know shit. <laughs> um, uh, on to yeah. Seth. So my five is actually the old boy hallway scene. Okay. I'm shocked we had some overlap. Cla- I like that. One you know I, what? Um... The last few weeks of this podcast, I feel like Seth and me are starting to get more on a similar wavelength. I feel like I feel like I can see us coming to together. Birdman, we're there. Yeah, we're we going to be there soon. I'm excited. Um, but that's definitely my it. favorite scene from old boy. I, I like George said, I think my criteria for this is what what ones do I go and be watch on YouTube yeah. the most? That definitely comes in there. The courtesy from Old Boy. We, I mean, we are talk. We're we're talking the Josh Brolin Old Boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Spike Lee. Spike Lee. <laughs> Perfect. Great. To be fair, that hallway scene was it was derivative, but it's like not terrible. He shot with Spike Lee. The best part Whatever. of that of that movie. Um, yeah, I think. All right, George. Best part. Um, listen again to the the superhero genre. That's my yeah, roots. That's yeah. what got me into movies. So I'm sorry if you're gonna hate this list. My number five is the uh, Man of Steel flight scene. Wow. Um, I know what your number one is going to be, I think, now that... I can that literally I hear that scene. You just say it out loud, and I can just hear it's, it. It is just one of the most, like, powerful scenes. Hans Zimmer's score in the background. Henry Cavill, or Clark Kent, just becoming Superman. Uh, uh, Jor-El in the background, just, like, narrating, like, you know, they will stumble, they will fall, but in time, they will join you in the sun, Cal. It gives me goosebumps every fucking time. Yeah. Um I mean, James Gunn's already beat it, but it's fine. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, my fifth scene is is the final scene in Sound of Metal. Uh, we talked we talked about oh, it during our review. Love that. I love that a lot. I, I needed something coming of age, and I was thinking of all like the you know every coming of age movie has that like coming of age moment, right? Moments. And I love them all. Super, the I moment of all. coming. The Transformers trailer of Let Them Come gets me every time I watch that last night. I'm sorry. Uh, Let them come. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but this scene, I think, just tops them all. It's so fucking good, man. It's just really uh, scene of euphoria. But uh, uh, back to Tyler for your fourth. Yeah, number four. This I've seen this scene so many times. It makes me cry every single time. La La Land, the epilogue, final montage, ending yep. it with me and Sebastian giving one last gaze at each other. Perfection. Yep. That 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 would be like my eleventh or twelfth. I, uh, oh, sorry to spoil the rest of my. I guess it's not on there. Well, it's not I, on your list. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely, I <laughs> definitely. Is, I, I, I have eleven through fifteen typed out, and that scene is there. Yeah. Uh, Seth. 
Yeah, my my fourth is my favorite scene from The Shining, and that is the come play with us scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think I, it's just perfect. The composition that's used is haunting, it's frightening, the facial expressions. I watch that scene all the time. Amazing. Love it. Yeah, that is yeah, a like phenomenal that. scene. I like that a lot. Uh, my George. yeah, my number four is what I think you might think my number one is, and that is uh, the Into the Spider Verse leap no. of faith. Scene. Oh no, I know. What no, I know one. what your number one. Okay, is. Is it movie. You'll see. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, you guys know what my one is. But yeah, I think my, I do. Again, I, I'm just going with like I I do think Leap of Faith is one of the best scenes ever, but mm. it is again this is my favorites. So I'm going with the scenes that I find myself rewatching the most. Yeah. I YouTube Leap of Faith Spider-Verse at least once a day and watch it. I, it's just so fucking powerful. What's up, Danger, in the background? It's just like mm -hmm. the Man of Steel scene. I think they're very reminiscent of each other, where it's just these characters finally becoming like who they are, and it is so fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I love that pick. Um, I'm sure eventually we'll see that here. But uh, for now, the fourth uh, scene for me is the... Uh, is the I, I found the joys of life scene from soul and it's the it's like oh. where the the tree like um whatever those leaves are falling off of the yep. off of the tree and then 22 is discovering just the joys of life um that i cry every time gets me every time so it's my favorite uh back to tyler yeah number three oh. the the confrontation scene of the social network you know the the sorry oh. my products of the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops you pretentious yeah. douchebag great scene. remember when that like went viral and people were like dancing to that scene that was epic so that much was, that was so cool. Wait, what yeah there, there was like a tiktok audio that had like uh like the music one. with that the sorry one. for uh, my Prada's at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops. And then it went into like, do there's some dude who like, does <laughs> I don't work. remember that. There's some dude who does workout vlogs who I, I hate watch every time, but maybe it's just cause I'm like really envious of him. Um, <laughs> he did like a dancing to it. And it's one of, one of the most cringe videos I've ever seen, but again, I do not remember that. Shredded, so I can't oh, really get mad. Yeah. He's shredded. So I can't get mad about it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's a good scene. And did you know they broke computers for it? Very epic fun fact. That wow. knows. Yeah, here we go. All right. Uh, to to you, Seth. Uh yeah. So my my number three is my favorite scene from Shaun of the Dead. And that is the mm -hmm. record sequence, the uh vinyl shot sequence. Love it. Amazing. I watch that all the time. It is a fantastic scene. Yeah, it's great. Uh, my number three uh, goes to uh, one of my favorite science fiction films ever, and that is the uh, Tears in the Rain monologue from Blade Runner. Uh, oh, I feel like I I've like described it. all of these scenes. That's powerful. such a good scene, man. It's so good. It is so emotional. It's 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 haunting at times, but you can't help but like feel for what's going on on screen, and it just it hits me every time. And it's just such a beautiful like culmination of this movie, and I fucking love it. Yeah uh moving on to my three uh it's it's here's mcu it's my favorite scene in the mcu it's thor entering wakanda i think that is wow that's the one you're going yeah, with i think that's better than the portal scene i know um, i thought you were gonna go with the the three spider-men swinging oh i do like that's, that scene a lot um okay, but no I thought that was gonna be your mcu scene on this list yeah i i do love that scene i think uh thor entering wakanda with the um with the score incredible i think it hits every time um yeah. 
yeah, I, I just, I, I, it gives me goosebumps. Um, there's actually, there's one scene in the MCU that if it's, if it's not on this list, it would be on my like 15 through 11. That's not either the portals or the Spider-Man swinging. Is it, is it when Thanos beats up Hulk? No, that's a good scene. That's one of no, 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 no. Really? Is, I think, that's I think a that's a really scene. good scene. Is, uh, nice. is it in Captain America Civil War? Nope. Nope. We can, uh, you're more than welcome to guess, but we'll move on to Tyler uh, for your second. My second is one I'd be, I'm surprised I haven't heard from Seth yet, unless it's still to come. But it's in 1917, the running down the trench at the very end. That scene gets me every time. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So intense. Nine so the scenes good. of that is so cool, too. Yeah. Love I watching the behind watch- the scenes and everything. Yeah. I watched that last week, and that scene makes me cry so much. But it, it didn't make it in my top 10, but it would be like, 15 top 15 mm-hmm. that kind of margin yeah. um, I, I have my top 10 and then i have like 50 movies that could be there was 11, so 15. many that, like i struggled <laughs> to narrow it down because like my eight nine ten i was like going back and forth all yeah. the time. um so my two is actually uh ripley's last stand the final scene really? of alien yeah i was waiting Fucking for this i like that a lot i like that a lot scene so much. waiting for it i knew that was coming i like yeah. that pick um, love it George, uh, my number two is the uh, the ending monologue of Denis Villeneuve's Arrival, um, where like Amy oh, Adams basically yeah. like realizes what's going on and she starts monologuing, and then on the nature of daylight starts playing. It's again, it's just like the interstellar video montage scene. It just it makes me cry. I've seen Arrival dozens of times, and it just it makes me cry every time. On the nature of daylight, just gets me, and mm-hmm. obviously. That's my second favorite movie ever, so it only makes sense that that scene is number two on this list. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that pick. Uh, moving on, my second second scene is my my favorite movie ever, um, but it's not the "No, I am your father" scene. It's the uh, "Try not, do or not, do or do not." There is no try, and then lifts the X wing. Um, the score oh, is so damn good. I thought it would be good. the father scene. I, always... I thought it was going to be the father scene too. Yeah. No, it, it, it could have been like that. Could have been on this list as well, probably. Was... But like I said, I picked one scene from each movie. Um, was the end of Return of the Jedi? No, for you. It would have been up there. Would have been up there yeah, for sure. Uh, the end of the Return of the Jedi is kind of ruined for me because they added um, because the they... rest of the film shit. No, but um, <laughs> they went back and added. Here's a deep cut. They went back and added the uh, Vader yelling no. Um, like from Revenge of the Sith to that scene, uh, because George Lucas, again, is a jackass and can't just leave these movies alone. Um, and it's so stupid because he's lifting the Emperor to throw him out. Why are you saying no? Just yell yes. This is what you want. You're doing it. He's like, let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, what are we doing? Uh, that That's kind of frustrating. Don, I'd be talking so much shit if I were Vader. It'd be unbelievable. It's it's a great scene. Or the, I want to look upon your your face with my own two eyes. That scene's good. Um, but yeah, do, do or do not, there is no try. If I ever get another tattoo, you know I've had bad uh bad don't go don't go to the same guy yeah don't go to the same guy but if i ever if i ever did get another one it would be it would be that i think people also also forget the try not um at the start of that quote it's a good good part of it so tyler so the number number one one. number one so it's from a movie that cam already mentioned but this is like so of all these scenes this is literally the only one that i go on youtube and rewatch. that's from goodwill hunting and it's the park bench scene you don't know Uh what love is that whole monologue robin williams gets me every time my favorite like EDM artist, Elenium, has a whole song that uses that monologue. Just such a great monologue. I do they really? Whole scene. They do. So yeah. I love Elenium. What song is that? 
Uh, it's like the in- it's on two albums ago. It's like right before his last song. It's like a thirty-five second interlude. I'll find it for you and text it to you. But we yeah, can I love Elenium. So I'm yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. I've seen him concert like five times. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, he's that's so damn good. Um, good. All right, Seth, favorite scene, and I bet I can guess it. Yeah, for sure, guess it. So yeah, so like I said before, it was going to be obviously Lord of the Rings could get all the ten spots. Yeah, but I had to narrow it down. This scene I can't physically watch without crying, much like all of the scenes. But the scene is Theoden's speech in Return of the King. That is my number one. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I like that. that's, that's did you expect that, or did you expect a different one? I um, expected you to say the scene because this is—I I don't know if this is my favorite scene, but this is the scene that like sticks with me the most from Lord of the Rings, and that's where it's like, I never thought I would die beside an elf. What about why well, about friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, honestly, I, uh, I could literally that film. Like, that's one of my favorite like interactions in any movie. I, I would have. There's only one scene from uh, Lord of the Rings that could have made my list, and it probably would have been my top thirty. We'll say maybe it's not top yeah. twenty, but it's up there. Uh, is that you bow to no man or to okay. no one uh, scene? Yeah, that, that, right the end. That, it's a good one. I like the I am no man scene. The Eowyn when she chaw. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that too. Good, 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 good movies. No one's going right. to argue those are great. I mean, they're sub. They're subpar. They're decent. <laughs> they're no Marvel. They're, they're, no, Mar- they're no Marvel. They're no True. Marvel. No Your favorite Marvel. movie scene, George? What is it, Cam? Well, I, I think it's the interrogation from... scene. Yeah. But when yeah. I first said it, um, when I first said it, I thought it was going to be the uh, Speed Force scene from Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, that, that, no that, he's that, got off the interrogation yeah, scene. The, the yeah, I knew it scene, had to be the interrogation yeah, scene when you didn't have it previously. That's just, there are so many incredible one-on-one moments in graphic novels between Batman and Joker. And that's something I don't think any of the previous live-action Batman movies have translated well. I think there are good scenes um but this christopher nolan just took it to another level Mm. there's just a very low haunting score while you know this cape crusader and this psychotic man are just talking about their moral codes and i think there's one thing that i think goes underrated in the dark knight is the writing Um, Mm. i think that whole dialogue is beautiful it is a five minute scene and it, it just perfectly encapsulates these two characters their relationship and you know where they're gonna go moving forward and i just i i oh god it makes me erect damn good scene um i'm gonna go I watch think, it. Uh, oh real quick can you say my number one my favorite leap of faith time? leap of faith oh no yeah what's yes, up danger george, george can you say so for the clip because i said it for you what why don't we just go from all at the end no, right. yeah. clip that up so your, you say your, your own your oh i'm saying my own yes my number one is the interrogation scene from the dark uh, yeah yeah okay thank you that's all i needed okay uh, <laughs> no that's all i needed and then my number one i i would say like any of these scenes i just mentioned could have been could have been like 10 through 2 this is one without a doubt. You guys said it, it's the leap of faith scene. That's the um, same as mine. My one is so far yeah. This this scene I watch like once a week. I don't know what it is about it. Well, I do, but I watch it <laughs> once a week. Uh, it's it's just fucking great. Um, I love it. Um, that those are our ten favorite movie scenes or ten that we could think of. Uh, it was hard to keep off. I, I, I my favorite scene from The Dark Knight is the bank robbery intro. 
Yeah, um, they're super valid. That could have been my number two. Yeah, could have picked any. You want to know how I got these scars? Yeah. Uh, any other honorable mentions? Uh, I have too many to name. I have yeah. way too. I, I have I have you are the chosen one from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. I have the confrontation at di- at the diner from Heat. Uh, I have Tess oh. or the diner scene in Thief. Yes, that's Why, what I was yeah, I know that's what you're gonna say. I have Test Flight from How to Train Your Dragon. I do have the Speed Force scene from Zack Snyder's Justice yeah. League. Um, that's that's all that round. One one that I put on here that like I had in my top ten for a bit, and then I was like, this is not a top ten scene, but I do love it. It's the uh, Pitch Perfect final performances. <laughs> no, you I should do. have put the, the Pitch Perfect uh, the riff off. Riff is great too, that's but I I love the final performances, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it could have been a whole lot of scenes from The Dark Knight I mentioned. Could have been that uh, I am your fa- no, I am your father. Could have been uh, you kneel for no- or you bow for no no one. A um, lot a lot of great scenes that definitely could have been on this list. Jurassic Park seeing the seeing the uh, T Rex for the first time. Great scenes all around. Um, thank you to everyone. We're we're done. Or we, do we want to run through them? Just I think There's we're too many. We, we rarely ever use too that many. list. Anyways. <laughs> Um, it's but fine. let us know, like, because uh, we we know we we know you guys like we're, we feel the same about drafts. You know, sometimes they get a little stale. We want to do something yeah. a little different. Let us know if you like these different kind of mix up stuff. Yeah, and also I think like maybe each draft we have like ten movies you can't pick from or something like like, like five like stars. The Empire, you can't pick five the, stars. Empire Strikes Back, or yeah, maybe the five stars you can't pick from. That'd be fine. Um, let so, us know your favorite movie scene in the comments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Comment on this YouTube video or tweet at us anything. Um, let us know your favorite movie scenes or your top five favorite, whatever you want to let us know that I'm interested to see. Um, thank you to everyone for subscribing. Thank you to all the patrons. We really, really do appreciate it. It's it's so helpful to keep us doing this and so helpful for me to convince my wife to let me go off for three hours and have her watch our son together. Um, so it really helps. We do, we do appreciate it. Um, shout out to all of our, uh, executive producers. So Dylan Quinn tacos rule, rule con, uh, he's a new one. Uh, I'm Josh Dean Catamondis, uh, Will Kim relapse, Eunice BBX, Tobias Johnson, Ben Hasey, Ferdinand 04, Jordan gag, seven mod, Jeffy and Ben leg. Um, we really, really appreciate it. You guys are absolute best and we, we could not do it without all of you. Um, thank you and have a wonderful week.